everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. Thank you, Garth. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. The real Greg Burgess, Speedy. Uh, we've got uh, Stretch Armstrong, Rick and Bubba University student, banging out a master's degree in common sense, uh, which has now become a superpower. Home Studios uh, feature Helmsy and Eddie Van Adler. And welcome back uh, to his proper place at uh, mic number two. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for hanging in there with us during this very rare pandemic season that we're in. You know what? I meant to ask you, and, and, and somebody told me to ask you this, and I forgot, and then we'll get into this other thing, <coughs> that while you were away in, in DEFCON Diffie, uh, you know, we had the the delay, so we we couldn't do the introduce you the way we've right. done for all these years. Right. Someone said, "Well, do you think it, it, it's time to stop doing that? Do you think Bubba still wants to do that?" I meant to ask you, do you oh, want yeah. me to keep doing? Oh that? yeah, I love. I mean, it. because I'm you know I, I I tire on things and burn on things, and we you know it can go the way of the of the top of the seven o'clock song and Fat Fest. It, it, no, it, I, I still enjoy uh, it. Okay, so you still yeah. still good with yeah, that? I, I, I think a little yelling to start the yeah, day, you well, know, sure, helps out sure, too. absolutely warms up the old vocal cords. Uh, all right, so. I know this is about to lead to a little frustration, as if it's as if we need any more of that. And by the way, coming up this hour, Morgan uh, Ortegas, uh, department spokesperson with the State Department, will be visiting with us uh, from the White House today. We'll be talking about the the global impact of the old coronavirus in China and all that that's mm-hmm. going on, and what's our response. And here we go, Jimmy Jam. Um, you know, I might even ask her if she thinks Kim Jong Un's alive, or is that a look alike? But uh, but anyway. Um, this Michael Flynn thing. Oh man! Now, I I, I don't want to set myself up, and I, I really, honestly, am to the point now. I don't even care. Uh, as we were talking about in the break, you know, we're 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 losing truth in in our country and in our, in our society. It's like there is no truth any anymore. Everything is political. Everything is it's truth if it's my worldview. It's not truth if it's not. And uh, meaning if, if the party that I support is, say, for instance, like with Joe Biden, uh, sexual, having a, a, an allegation of sexual harassment against a female, if it is the opposing party, then she's right until proven wrong. If it's my party, he's right until she's proven wrong. Right. So that, again, it's not, there's no consistency. It's just kind of swings to the left or to the right. And I know there are some people. That, you know, if Fox News says it, it's true. If anybody else says it, it's not. I know it works both ways. I, I, I got it. But somewhere in here, isn't there just truth? Here, here's facts of what mm-hmm. happened. I'm, I'm not talking about opinion or, or, or that kind of thing. But like, like in this, this, this Flynn case, you know, we're, we're uncovering, just like with the, the fake dossier and all these attempts to, to go after Trump, we're realizing that people who were serving in our government were doing some really, really bad things and I'm I'm pretty certain I learned it in school that like things like Watergate, that we 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 got real upset about that and put people in jail. Oh yeah. yeah. So do we not do that anymore? And cost Nixon the presidency. Yeah. Do we not do that anymore? Do 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 we like? Rick, we've had a lot of investigations. We've investigated right. emails. We've investigated servers. We've investigated Trump. We've investigated. I mean, they're all over the road. I right. mean, you got investigations galore. Right. I don't really remember anybody going to jail who didn't make a plea deal and agree to go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. And in Flynn's case, he made a plea deal. To plead guilty because it looked like the FBI said they were going to go after his son. Correct. Yeah. The, which is bribery, I think. If I understand it. Isn't that it, blackmail? 
extortion something it's got some big word tied to it it's not uh, yeah if you don't if you don't give us what we want we're gonna we're gonna ruin somebody in your family or or do something to you isn't that blackmail extortion and and the thing and we've talked about this before this is scary if you're an american i mean sure we've all have respect for law enforcement and you know right up to the fbi which is supposed to be the you know the top notch and when you have you know, now that they've unsealed some of this stuff, mm-hmm. you've got handwritten notes with the the agents who work in the White House, by the way, and have access to the White House. They go into a national security advisor, and they're just trying to decide, are we going to trick him into a misleading statement so we can charge him for perjury, or are we just going to embarrass him publicly so he will be fired? And this is this is only if I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, it was only a few days after Trump had moved into the White House. Yeah, it wasn't long. Mm-hmm. And they were already hard at work trying to tear everybody apart. I I don't know. It's just it's scary. I mean, and Flynn was a three star general, was very right. decorated. So I, you know, if, if you can go after him. <clears throat> Right. Uh, you can go after anybody, I guess. And, right. And then we had the two, you know, that were that had their little love affair going, right. and the things that they were talking about. They they're very shady, twisted people. But is anybody going to get in trouble for doing it? I mean, we're we're going out. We're just dest- we're destroying uh, people's lives. And yeah, Comey, think- Comey, how did we even let Comey? I mean, Comey lost his job. Um, Peter Smirks, Mark Smick, whatever his name is, lost his job. Lisa Page is out. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't think anybody has had charges filed against them. Can, can you do what it's obvious they were doing, Rick? I, I that basically nope. you have it would be like a police officer planting evidence, right? right? Yeah. Am I am right. I am yeah. I overstating right. that? Yeah, it's like the thing, and I said this months ago. The thing that's kind of get me on some of these investigations is we're looking to see if we can get you know enough evidence to say fill in the blank whatever we're after. Well, on the way there, we're uncovering all sorts of illegal things that, mm-hmm. that, that we're going, well, this was going on, and we don't do anything about it. And we just keep well, on going after this end that we want to find that we can't confirm, and we're ignoring all the things that we did confirm in the process. I don't under, I don't, I don't, it makes my mind hurt. I don't well, understand that. Let, let me throw this at you. And, and again, I don't, I don't fully understand the whole process of what happened, just bits and pieces of what we've been told. But, these agents didn't go in there on their own just going, hey, you know what? I think I'll go over there today and try to right. trap the three-star general who's right. now a national security advisor. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were assigned to do that. They right. were they were put on the case, so to speak, from somebody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't – I mean, because I understand what we're finding out, but I'm, I'm – you know, and it's, I'm just made this way. I'm the I, – I, and I'm probably even to a fault. I am the what are we going to do about it person. Right. Right. I don't really like just hearing people carry on. I'm always like, okay, we got it. What are we going to do about it? Well, we spend a lot of money on investigations right. and, you know, special prosecutors mm-hmm. and uh, what do they call them uh, that's in each department, mm-hmm. the uh, inspector generals and all right. that stuff. But if we, if, we, if we never correct any of the problems, we don't send anybody to jail over some of these crimes, why even, why even fool with mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm always the. I told you, you know, I've been, and I don't make it very long. I'm not very good on boards because I think that they probably should be spelled B O R E D because there's a lot of talking about stuff, but 
but most of them don't do anything. Yeah. And and so I I had the audacity to say, are we going to come in here and complain about these people every year? Or are we going to remove them from, mm-hmm. you know, from this organization? Right. You know, well, they're doing it again. Uh, okay, well, well, maybe the reason why they keep doing it is nothing ever happens to them. Yeah. I mean, so mm-hmm. if um, you know that that could be a fifteen minute meeting. Yeah. If, if if we've got a multi time offender here, or, I mean, just then they got to go. Yeah. Right. Would y'all, y'all you just want to keep talking? Well, about the, the hands. Is this the thing we want to tell the? I got the latest story that's even worse than the one you got. Yeah. yeah. But the, I mean, let's do something. Yeah. The head uh-huh. of the FBI now <laughs> is a Trump appointee, uh, uh-huh. Ray. So. Um, they will. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to demand that he resign. Or I know some of them in Congress are going. Why hasn't anything been done about this before now? Because we just learned about. It, but you knew about it. It was in the files, right? So yeah, I, I heard that. The, the the new thing now is calling on him. What are you going to do? Because here it all is, and these are. Your, or I guess he did, or maybe it was in a court file, and he didn't I know. I don't I, know. I, but I don't he know. he well, definitely you know he definitely <clears throat> had two two agents that I would say absolutely trample the rights of general flynn look and cuomo <laughs> cuomo's is turning out to be a a, a, a nasty little thing sure. or a big thing he's, sure. he's a big sure. guy, but he's, mm-hmm. he's he's dirty <clears throat> i mean it, there's there's some really bad things in here and and it's destroyed a guy's life which is a pretty big deal that's a big one you mean comey it, well, no, I'm, talk, said, I'm talking about comey yeah uh, comey's I, I said but michael flynn i thought you said cuomo for a no, minute i'm sorry if i did i didn't I mean to did. Yeah, but but I, yeah, I'm talking about. I'm it's talking. very, it's all very close yeah, together. Yeah, I, I, Comey and Cuomo. I don't like any of them. <laughs> but but the but but we've taken Michael Flynn's life and we just destroyed it. Oh, completely destroyed it. I mean, completely he's destroyed. bankrupt. He yeah. had to, he's he he's had been to, sitting in jail. He had to really? sell his house, and you should you shouldn't just be able to do that to people and, and get away with it, right? I mean, well, there's there's, that, a, there's it, a couple more that's probably going to be very close to that. Right, I mean, but you, we can't let that go on, can we? I mean, that doesn't. Well, if I mean, it, it's kind of like a banana republic. If you do, I know I, we're turning more and more into a banana republic. I mean, it really, we do a lot of things that way now. Law and order seems to be replaced by what I think is the political good for the country, in my opinion. Yeah. Phone troll, first one of the day. We'll come back and talk to you. All ten lines are available. You can talk about this or you can talk about anything you want to. Bring up any topic at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 21 minutes past the hour. All ten lines are engaged now. Phone troll at the end of 30 seconds. The buzzer sounds. Unless uh, you receive a timeout, uh, we've got two of those. We'll start with Bob in Montgomery listening to us on 992 WLWI. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones are trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Hey, Bob, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Good morning, guys. You don't need to make General Flynn such a victim. He is, he is a general in the United States military along the lines of General Patton, General Eisenhower. He knew who he was talking to and what they were talking about. And as far as the law enforcement, they're allowed to misrepresent themselves, to lie, to do whatever they can to convict you. And they, they have convicted people on the color of paint of their car that they drove to those interviews in. And if they got the color wrong, you got indicted. Yeah, they were definitely trying to set it up. I'm, I'm just saying, is, is that okay? Do we want that? Can, no. can you extort? Can you bribe? Can you threaten? I mean, I guess it, maybe that's how they operate. I guess I'm just asking, though, is that okay? 
No. Uh, I mean, to, to let that go. And and I think for your point about him not I think for your point about him not being a child, it sounds like he's trying to now make people pay for what they did to him once he found a way to do it. You know, when when you're in jail and you know they're selling off all your property, it, it's going to take a uh, yeah, and your family's destroyed. Right, I mean, yeah. but here but here's the thing too on this whole deal with uh, you know the the Russian investigation and all that. We know that they that they lied, misrepresented, left blank, whatever you want to do. The the FISA warrant stuff they miss they misled the judge who granted that that spy uh, f- warrant on Trump mm-hmm. and his and his people. You talking about the fact that it was, fake, it was fake? Yeah, and paid for it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But they they misrepresented. Sure. I mean, the the FISA judge has come out and made a statement. The FISA court did, and they've never done that before, saying this was shoddy paperwork and this has got to be fixed. Yeah, and I understand your point when the you know, things that you know law enforcement they do to try to get criminals, but should should they do those things to try to destroy someone politically? I mean, I know it goes on. I'm not naive, but but if you get caught doing it, from what I've gathered, you normally get in trouble for it. Yeah, I mean, did yeah. General did General Flynn commit a crime that they were trying to use every avenue they had to get a conviction on? Or were they just trying to get rid of him? Well, it goes back. I to, mean, to me, that's a, a big difference, isn't it? I mean, that kind of goes against our whole search, search and seizure there, due process. There was that. a woman, and I can't think of her name, and it was it was initials, but they tried to get her too with Flynn. Mm-hmm. And she was being interviewed last night, and I saw it. She said what they do is they confiscate everything you've got. All right. You know, and you talked about how weird that was when we saw that happening, and I agree with you. And she said, so for instance, like they would get my phone records just like they did Michael Flynn. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll come to you and say, do you remember talking to Bill Bussey on Wednesday, uh, uh, May the 2nd, 2018? Uh, yeah, I think so. What time was that? About 6 in the evening? No, it wasn't. It was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So you're a liar. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she said that's exactly what they did. <laughs> right. Wow. You know, and you're a liar. And, and if you lie, <laughs> yeah. If you lie holding, to they're, a, holding your, uh, they're holding your phone records. It, if you don't get the time right or the day right. If you lie to a federal agent, mm-hmm. it, it is a felony. But that's how, she said that's the game they were trying to play with. Right, her. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I, I've told you, I think I've told you, I had uh, someone I knew that was called in for questioning by the FBI here. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. this, yeah. And uh, they were, he wasn't under investigation, but somebody, that, you know, down the line. And uh, he, he had asked his lawyer about it, and he said, just, just tell him the truth, you know, just whatever. Just be honest about everything. Okay, well, that's fine. I can do that. And said he goes sits down and and they asked do you do you know this person and he was like no I don't think I know that person and he said they had a ream of paper and Flip said well you had an email oh I do know that person right yeah exactly yeah. but I mean you can't remember I no. I don't remember everybody I know you know what I mean yeah no. or every communication I've had with well people. plus now you and I are getting into that oh age, age I know now. I guess I guess what do you just answer I don't recall to everything. Paul in Missouri. Well, that's what that's what Hillary Clinton does, and the, the Clintons are the master of that. Yeah. They act like they don't remember either. They're master. I don't recall. <laughs> They're really worse than Joe Biden. Hey, the Clinton, the Clintons. Well, I don't recall you to death. Oh sure. Paul in Missouri. Paul, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Thirty seconds. A road, Todd. Rick, I just got a question. Do you realize that camera over your left shoulder? The other day, you were rubbing your belly and your shirt was up. How, how someone like you allow that to happen? 
Every uh-huh. time you get up, it's a face shot, everything. Yeah, so I, I was just wondering if you was conscious no, of that. No, see, here's, here's the thing if you'll work through it. If I was conscious of that, I probably wouldn't do all the things you just described. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know what? So it probably answers your own question. The answer is no. Yeah. See, we're we're not we're not that professional. We well, that and there's one, two, we got about three, six four. Well, there's five cameras at every angle in here. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough to be out of a shot. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't even know. I don't even know what he's. I don't know which I, ones are working. He's probably talking about, the, he's probably talking about the, that one, the webcam. Don't you think, uh, Hams? There's one webcam. I, I think. I don't know. I, I think he was probably talking about uh, the one over your shoulder there, uh, over your left shoulder there, Rick. And just so everybody knows, that is the camera uh, I use during the breaks. It's the it's the biggest view of the whole studio, and it doesn't show anybody's face too up close. So hopefully, y'all can eat a little bit during the breaks and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, look, I got I got nothing to hide. I'll scratch my stomach from time to time and put my big old face. Right can I in tell it. y'all if if all we got was Rick scratching his stomach, we came out way ahead. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, in this group, but be, I mean, it could be yeah, anybody. Yeah, be yeah, glad yeah. there's no uh, there's no kitchen cam. <laughs> and, and I, and I'm gonna stand in the way of that. Yeah, there's got to be a and non-camera spe- area. And I'm speaking on Greg's behalf on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Beth in Montgomery. I ninety two WLWI. Beth, go ahead. Hi. Good morning. Hey, Beth. Um, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but. Um, I just wondered if you all had watched Waco on Netflix. I think it's based on Thibodeau's yeah. story, someone who was yeah, inside the complex, and then I've seen it. Um, also we a FBI it. agent. But anyway, it's quite revealing about the FBI. It is. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it, and uh, it's it's a it's a good show, and it is. I mean, it's troubling in a lot of ways. David yeah. Koresh and what they were doing in there is troubling, and uh, some of the way they handled that is troubling. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I think there was probably another way to get them out. But yeah, they kind of yeah. blew that Ma one. Ma Reno yeah. went, on, went on in. Hey, she'd go in there now. Huh? <laughs> she did, she yeah. went and got uh, Elion, too, didn't she? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Guns drawn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Hey, look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm one of these people, Rick. I don't know what the proper term, but I just want the FBI to be stainless steel. You know, I want them to be clean. I want them to be righteous. I want them to... to I want our police. I want air, I want law enforcement. I want our politicians to represent what's best for all. You know what I mean? Who are you, Ryan? I know, but I'm, that's what I want. What did Easter want Bunny bring world. you? Did Easter Bunny bring Bubba, you something? Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, thanks for being with us. So we're going to talk to Morgan Ortegas uh, from the U.S. State Department. Uh, We're going to discuss our response to COVID internationally. And uh, she joins us on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Morgan, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good morning. Well, it's a pleasure. To, this is your debut here on the Rick <laughs> and Bubba show. We've talked to, to others in the administration, but first time we talked to you. Glad you're feeling better. We were going to talk to you last thank week, you so and, and you weren't feeling well. Of course, immediately we all thought you had COVID-19. Right. Well, right. we did. That's we the first were, thing Morgan, we were concerned. We were concerned. Uh-huh. That's the first thing we thought of. <laughs> no, don't worry. Nothing, nothing like that at all. <laughs> So we've got ourselves a global pandemic here, and um, so when we're dealing with these kinds of things and the world needs to try to work together, 
Well, those 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 tyrannical communist governments are difficult to deal with, aren't they? Uh, it's it's uh, <laughs> they're just not really forthcoming, are they? Yeah, you know, it has been challenged. It's interesting that you bring that up because Secretary Mike Pompeo, my boss, obviously who I work for, uh, started talking about this. It, uh, you know, gosh, I think he might have been the first U.S. government official back in uh, early February talking about the fact that the that the Chinese government. Uh, was not being open and transparent with the world uh, as it re- related to, you know, the data that we needed on, on coronavirus. Uh, at the time, you know, people were focused on other things, um, but he has been incredibly uh, consistent in, in talking about the need for true transparency, true openness, um, and, and just uh, listen, uh, just a look at the data so we can figure out what actually went on. Morgan, help us with this because we, we feel like we may be getting some conflicting opinions here on where this thing actually came from. Uh, I know the president and I know your boss has said laboratory. I saw where Dr. Fauci said he didn't think it came from the laboratory, either accidental or on purpose. We don't know. But where, where are we at on that? And what yeah. do we have any real evidence on it yet? So th- that is a great question. So what we are saying is that is that we do not know the true origins yet. We have a, we have a lot of theories, and and we do know that the Chinese Communist Party has told the world that this virus emanated from a wet market. I'm sure your listeners, you know, it's it's not pleasant. So if you haven't seen it, don't Google it. It's really it's very scary and and just terrible, absolutely terrible what goes on to these animals at these wet markets. So, but that was the storyline from from the Chinese Communist Party. That's what we were told. Now, if you talk to any credible scientist or, or doctor that's involved in public health, um, we we all know that 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 doctors and scientists they peer review each other's uh, data right. in order to say yes, I agree with that assessment. That has not happened uh, as it relates to this this theory of the wet market. So they they have the Chinese Communist Party has given the world that they have said this is where it came from, but they have not provided the underlying data that that uh, credible scientists and doctors would be able to review and say yes, okay, therefore we agree with you. So, so we don't know uh, the true origins um, of, of this virus. We know that there's the intelligence community is looking at it. We know that there's a lot of circumstantial evidence. Listen, there's great reporting uh, by by many reporters around the world who who are uh, who are also looking to this. There's plenty of stuff. You know, it doesn't have to always be like cloak and dagger, right? Like you see on TV with the intelligence community, there's people that can review. But the bottom line is. It will be very difficult to ever uh, understand the origins of this virus until the Chinese government opens up, <laughs> until they allow scientists, credible scientists and doctors to come in and say, all right, here, you know, here's what happens. We can verify all of this data. Um, and, and I think the reason why that's a problem when, when, you're, when your listeners say, well, why should we care if we ever find out the origin or not? And the, the big issue is there is one fundamental question that the world has to answer after this pandemic. It all boils down to one question. And that question is, how do we ensure that a pandemic of this scale never happens again? And we can't really fundamentally answer that question until we get down to the facts of what happened at the beginning at the origins of this virus. And, and it's obvious that that is not something that the Chinese Communist Party wants the world to, to answer. Morgan, we, there's a lot we don't know, but there, there are two things we do know. We know that the the president 
of the Chinese <laughs> Communist Party. And we use the word president, right? Well, you know, well, yeah. you, right. Yeah. you know who I'm talking about. No one is elected there. We, yeah, we the like call him chairman. Yeah, yeah the chairman. No, no I'm going to call him emperor. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to call him emperor because... Chairman for life. I've heard he's grabbed yeah. more power. The only person that grabbed more power in recent history was Mao, and, yeah. and he's, he's made himself tyr- tyrannical leader of China, but go ahead. <laughs> so he goes, he goes and tours the wet market with nothing but a surgical mask on. I find it hard to believe, if that's where it came from, that they would let him be exposed to that. No way. And the other part of that is, we also, and this lab is not totally a mystery to us. We've had we've had uh, uh, people from the U.S. that have visited this lab before. As a matter of fact, they from your they department. Were, yeah, they were sounding the alarm. <laughs> hey, they're they're handling some stuff kind of slack over here. But the people that we know that worked in the lab now we can't find them. <laughs> So those two things tell me that there's something about the lab that the Chinese do not want us to know, and it really wasn't the wet market. Am I am I looking at that wrong? Well, you know, again, we there are lots of people who have that I work with. We have some brilliant, brilliant fellow Americans at the State Department that speak Mandarin in multiple languages and have worked in in China and throughout Asia. And and our foremost expert uh, on Asia, the department told me. You know, any time in my experience of working with the Chinese government, uh, I never believe the first answer that they give me, right? And so, you know, again, it's an answer without the fact that the Chinese Communist Party says that this virus emanated from the wet market is an answer without without the data, any sort of data to to prove it. By the way, this doesn't have to be the United States. Give the doctor to give the evidence to, you know, German doctors or, or British scientist, right? We're, just give it to someone credible to review is, is the ask um, that we have. And this is, um, you know, listen, there's been a number number of, of failures here. Obviously, we in the Trump administration have pointed out the failure of the WHO, the World Health Organization, uh, to hold China accountable uh, and, and to speak truth um, as it relates to what happens in the, in the origins of this virus. So, uh, we are, uh, listen, we're incredibly committed to, as the president said, to getting a vaccine, to leading the world economically at, out of this uh, pandemic. But you have to understand, it, it, if I have a second to just go on a quick little diatribe, sure. uh, when you look at the past 20 or 30 years of, of bipartisan, both Republican and Democrat administrations, foreign policy towards China, it was all based on this premise uh, that if we if, if if we do more business with China, they will eventually start to open up. So we'll allow them into the world, to the WTO, to the World Trade Organization. Uh, we will we will open up and we'll do more business, and they will eventually reform, become more democratic, the more that they interact with uh, civilized, you know, with Western society. Um, and, and I think, by the way, you know, that, that's, a, that's a good premise to work on. Unfortunately, it just hasn't proven true. Yeah. What we've seen under Chairman Xi is instead a crackdown um, on civil society uh, in China. I mean, you may not know this. It always astounds me. But did you know that there, that there are one million Muslims, at least there could be more, that are locked up in Xinjiang in China, which is a uh, province there, for, for simply the crime of being Muslim? And these people are forced into these camps. We have, uh, there's been some reporting by some credible investigative journalists that they've been star- some of them have been starving during uh, coronavirus. Um, and, and this is, you know, there, there's things like this that go on in China that it just, 
amazes me. If anywhere else in the world, if we locked up a million Christians or a million Jews or a million Hindus, the world would be, if that happened anywhere else in the world, the world would be outraged. But in China, Muslims are locked up simply for the, for the crime of, of practicing their faith um, in these camps, and it is incredibly draconian and scary. Well, I'm glad you, you said that Muslims are being locked up because they've been persecuting Christians for a long time, right. but nobody oh, care, yeah. But the left doesn't care about that. So I, I'm glad that you brought up Muslims because that's something the left claims to care about, uh, but who seem to want us to become a tyrannical, socialistic-slash-communist government. And I, don't, I think the people, to your point, and I'm glad you're pointing these things out, that want us to go that way, they don't really understand what it really is like to be in a tyrannical giant central government communist regime they have no idea right. what it's like right. and, and so they romanticize it but they have no idea what it would be like to do it that's exactly right when you look at something there's an initiative called the belt and road initiative uh where china is you know on its face it looks great you're a poor and struggling or you know or, or up-and-coming country around the world the chinese is going to give you money to build your port to build a bridge to build infrastructure and this looks great right like free money cheap money um, and, of course, what we have now found out in reality is, is, is that it's nothing but debt diplomacy, debt traps, infrastructure projects uh, that often are, uh, you know, made with subpar uh, standards, sure. you know, as, as it relates to, to building a bridge. Um, and, and you also see things like, you know, we're on a very big push uh, about Huawei, which is China's answer to 5G. Uh, this is, you know, this is the, obviously the, the, the next level going from, uh, you know, going up to 5G. We don't have an American competitor yet, by the way. That's something that we're working on. So this isn't about choosing an American product over a Chinese product. But what we know is these, these companies, so, you know, Huawei would be like AT&T, right, obviously. Right. But they are beholden to the Chinese Communist Party. They're beholden to give their, uh, their uh, private data to them. It would be the equivalent of, it, we don't allow Huawei into the United States anymore, thank God. Um, but what we tell countries around the world, what Mike Pompeo says, you know, when we're, when we're traveling is, imagine during the height of the Cold War that you allowed the, the, so, the Soviets to be in control of all of your infrastructure. Or you would never allow that. And the fact that people look, what China often does is they have a, a is they have a, a cheap alternative like like Huawei for 5G, and it's like great, we can empower our whole country, rural countrysides with with 5G. But again, you have to look at you know what's behind the curtain whenever you allow these systems uh, systems in. It's it's quite scary from a technical perspective. We'll come back, no doubt about it. Of course, um, we found that out we're finding out every day with zoom i think you know, we, we didn't know that they were running zoom but apparently they are uh so you're right uh, if you if you give them access uh, there's always a reason behind it that benefits them beyond even them being the person you have to get it from we'll be back more with morgan ortegas from the u.s state department right after this rick and bubba rick and bubba Hey, this is Will Farrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. We're back eight minutes to the top of the hour. They were breath products, uh, part of the Rick and Bubba show for a long time, and I'm telling you right now, whew, you've been stuck in close quarters with the same old people, and but do, give somebody a break. Be sure you're using TheraBreath products available at over 100 different retailers across the country. You can go to TheraBreath.com as well. 
uh, and um, and you can get some products if you you know the retail stores that are open and the grocery stores they have them on the shelves and all the big names are representative. They've got the the mouthwash, the toothpaste, and of course we love the lozenges and they have other products as well that you can carry with you. And these products are designed to take on the root cause of bad breath. So um, you know do it for yourself to get your confidence back, but also. Uh, for the love of all that's good and kind, do it for others. Therabreath, you'll find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors as well. From uh, the, the State Department, Morgan or Ortegas is with us. We talked about China uh, to a pretty large extent uh, last segment. But, um, Morgan, let's talk about WHO, uh, the World Health Organization. President Trump has cut off our funding to them. It seems quite obvious that they didn't do a very good job with this pandemic, and, and it looks a little creepy, uh, the relationship they seem to have with China. Yeah, so, you know, this is this is not the, the first time uh, that something that we've had missteps by the WHO. By the way, on the whole, we have we've worked with them, you know, around the world uh, on, on many things. But we, uh, of course, started seeing some some problematic issues early on uh, in this uh, pandemic. But when you think about it, you know, you can look back uh, at the start of Ebola. Uh, when we were helping fight that in Africa. And, and there's many investigative journalists uh, who wrote about, uh, there was actually a, a Chinese national woman who was in charge of the WHO at the time. Uh, there was, and again, this has been well-documented by investigative journalists, some very, very big missteps that the, that the WHO took in Ebola uh, into that response. And so when, you, when, we, when we look at this, you think you have an organization, World Health Organization, who does do a lot of good. However, when there are missteps, it's important to to urge and to call for reform. The problem is what what everyone else wants to do is they say, "Oh no, no, we can't we can't deal with reform right now. We can't we can't hold anyone accountable because we're in the middle of X Y Z pandemic. Let's wait till it's over and then we'll take action." Well, we all know what the problem with that is, right? The problem is that is that when the when the pandemic is over, the world moves on to the next crisis, right. the next shiny object in the media, and so there is never any accountability or reform. So this really got misreported, I, I think, largely, in my opinion, when the president announced it. So here's the facts on, on what we're doing. President Trump has uh, put forth a 60 to 90 day freeze on WHO funding uh, while we review uh, while we review this, this whole process where we look at where our money is going around the world. And it's not that President Trump or Secretary Mike Pompeo don't want to be generous, just the opposite. The American taxpayer is the most generous entity on, yeah. on the planet. Yes, but we what are. we're saying is when we give American money, uh, we expect accountability. We expect we expect results. We want to be good stewards of American taxpayer money. So this, you know, this whole notion that America is somehow not leading or being stingy is just not provided by the facts. Over the past two decades, the United States has given over $140 billion to global public health. The global public health infrastructure that exists right now is because of the generosity of the American people. There's no country that even comes remotely close to what we provide uh, for AIDS funding, for global health, uh, for coronavirus, uh, for COVID-19. We've already committed over $775 million at the State Department to programs. So what we're doing, so this, is, this isn't a case about generosity. This is a case of being good stewards of American taxpayer dollars. Absolutely. So what we're doing at the State Department and USAID as we're looking at NGOs and faith-based organizations around the world that look at, that work in global public health. So, for example, 
if you're an NGO in Africa working on, um, you know, on polio, for example, right, on, on something like that, we're, we're doing an assessment to say, is the best use of American taxpayer money for us to send money to the WHO and then they send the money to the NGO, or can we just send the money directly to the NGO working on polio, for example? Morgan, let me ask you this to, to most of us sitting at home watching all this unfold. How come we pay so much more to the WHO than China to begin with? It just seems a little disproportional. I just think this gets down to the fundamental human nature of, of, of the generosity of the American people. Uh, listen, you know, for all there, there is this like insane, crazy talk at the beginning of the pandemic that somehow authoritarian regimes, uh, <laughs> that that you know, communist regimes were going were better equipped to handle this crisis. It's it's just hogwash, right? I mean, it, we know in democracies around the world, you get you get transparency, you get accountability, you get you know, only in a democracy can can a reporter argue with the leader of the country, right? As they do when the president gives his his briefings at, right. at the White House. That's that. Like it or not, that's what you get. No one, no one. You think anyone in in China, any no. reporter in China, questions <laughs> you like that? No, it's, no, not but once. Well, and, and accountability, I think taxpayers, it's a breath of fresh air. You can be generous, but you don't just throw you know, taxpayer money uh, without vetting out what's actually being done with it. And I think we all applaud that and should demand it, frankly, mm-hmm. as taxpayers. I, taxpayers, right. I know we got only got a minute. Uh, any, anything quickly on Iran? Are, we, are they being uh, you know, forthcoming at all on what's happening there? No, I mean, listen, you've got countries that like China who we think – have totally misreported their numbers as it relates to the number of people who not only had COVID-19, but who have died from it. I think North Korea still claims that they have zero cases. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's right. interesting. Right. Um, and Iran is another country where you we've seen, um, do you know that they've had over 30 of their government officials die from COVID-19? Uh, they're, they're clearly uh, grossly underreporting uh, their numbers as well, and their country has been wrecked. By the way, let me remind you, while their country is just getting wrecked by COVID-19, uh, just in the past, oh gosh, was the last week or the week before, my week started to run together in the Understood. pandemic. Understood. Uh, they actually um, uh, uh, did a missile did a missile test, right. which is in violation of United uh, Nations Security Council sure. Resolution twenty two thirty one. So, um, so much for helping their people. They're spending time uh, violating UN Security Council resolutions and Well, thank you for taking time to be with us, Morgan, and thank you for the job you and Pompeo are doing there at the State Department and for keeping us updated with what's going on. And hopefully, uh, if uh, yeah, we'd love time, to have you back sometime. Yeah, come back and join us again and keep I'd us updated. Thanks a lot. Thank Glad you. you're feeling better too. Top of the hour. If you leave us right now, have a great day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, Lord willing, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, a brand new hour beginning now, and we're thankful you're here in the broadcast plaza in Teleport. It's getting a little more crowded in here as uh, Greg and Bubba have returned. We still have Helmsy and Eddie Van Adler in home studios. Adler's still on maternity leave, but we need him Monday, though. 
And uh, we have uh, Helmsy there as the designated survivor. And as we said, return to mic number two. Bubba is back in his proper place. Uh, there, 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 he is. there he is. There he is. Glad to be here, Rick. And uh, wow, pandemic. We just a uh, hey. few months ago, that wasn't in our lingo, was it? No, it wasn't. And I don't know how. It's, it's going to be kind of a Debbie Downer if restaurants aren't open in your town. But Cinco de Mayo. It is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, by the way, I totally told you know I don't keep up with you know this is I know Cinco de Mayo's we bring it up because we do every year but you know some people I notice on their social media and all this they're fully aware every day when it's National Fill in the Blank Garbage. Hey, uh, National Fill in the uh, yeah. uh, 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 Over Six Foot Tall Day, mm-hmm. you know, and this, this kind of crazy garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell my tall friends, send a little love on Over Six Foot Six Foot Day, <laughs> and and all this. But um, was yesterday this May the Fourth be with you? Oh yeah, did y'all? Greg that, talked about it all yeah, during so the kickoff hour. Yeah, yeah, Greg Burgess. That, that's really the only date that would work with a little play on words for Star Wars. Why, yeah, Star, why didn't day, you really? run through the streets demanding that no one acknowledge it? Oh, Rick, you know how them Star Wars people are. Right, we, we got into talking on the good. kickoff hour about that and about your dad uh, being with Greg. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's how we got <laughs> he was surrounded by Marta with him. Greg, Greg, I'm totally with you. I don't, I don't really mind little kids <laughs> dressing up yeah. about movies and stuff, but once you become a grown human being, you can still watch the movies and still like them, but you can't be dressing up no, and pretending Greg. and – Get, you know, meeting then, in clubs about the extremes it. they go to. You, you can't, you can't do that anymore. You're grown. See, I mean, they don't just have kind of an outfit. They got a looks like you know movie grade. Yeah, maybe. they're they're really they're really invested. So anyway, uh, let's talk a little bit. Here's some here's some, and you can just tell me, Bubba, where you want to go. We have the guy who uh, tried to make a point on San Diego's mask rule. Mm-hmm. So glad that didn't come out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. We have a woman that everybody's saying did she commit suicide by alligator. Rick, that is a disturbing it's, it's story. It's a horrifying yeah. story. Two arrested uh, mercenaries playing Rambo are paraded after a failed Whoa. attempt to kill Venezuela. I was just looking at that. Uh, Maduro. So Maduro is the guy that uh, that our government says is illegitimate, shouldn't be in there. We're supporting the other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, several countries are with us. Some are with him. It's all over the road. But uh, apparently we had some uh, mercenaries that were going to try to go in there and take him out and claim responsibility to get money that's on on his head, I guess, by the U.S. government, right? Didn't yeah, they say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't they put a bounty on him? Yeah. And uh, they were former Green Berets, but the thing went south, and uh, they captured eight of them, I think. You know, or when, killed eight. They've got two, two alive. What, what's the numbers on that? Uh, well, it, as we I've as seen different stories, we've here, said this before, and it's worth saying again: if you go to commit a coup to overthrow a tyrant, you better pull it off. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't pull it off, and it doesn't work, mm, it, it's. When they're still standing there and they're okay, yeah, it's not good. Well, they're parading these guys through the streets, it's, oh, yeah. and I have a feeling it's not going to be good when they get to the end of the road. Here. Well, it goes back to when we were talking about uh, you know Good Friday and and remembering the crucifixion and the resurrection. And I've actually been to uh, Israel and been able to be to see what it actually looked like looks like there. And you know some of the images that we used to have, and I had them growing up as well. 
that you know that Jesus and the two thieves were crucified way away from everything, up on some hill, obscure hill. Uh, just, they just went on, on and on, out into the wilderness. No, the Romans crucified you right outside the gate. Yeah. Because why? <laughs> they wanted everybody to see it. Yep. And they wanted you to hang there as people tried to go about their day and move on. And they would put signs over. That's why we had this thing about you know what what sign Jesus yeah. was going to have on yeah. his cross saying here's what they did and here's what the Roman government did in response, and they wanted you to see it. And, and why do you think they want you to see it? To terrify you. To say, well, I'll tell you yeah. one thing, you cross the Roman Empire, that's what, in, that, that's, that's what that looks like right there. Mm-hmm. And they just, they'd leave them out there for days uh, for you to roll on by and see them. Yeah. So, um, uh, of course, it's weird that likely where Jesus w- was crucified, there's like a bus station now, which is kind of strange. But anyway wow. – um, that cliff does look like a face. I'll it tell does, you it that. It does like a skull. Yeah, it? it does. Yeah. But it's right outside the gates, uh, which is how the how the you know the the, the government wants it, and that's why Venezuela how says. A, how does the bus company get that land? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you would have thought pretty, somebody would have said, "I ain't gonna sell." Well, that. Well, if you think about though, if you're somebody that says, "I don't like somebody's Messiah claims," oh yeah, yeah. So if y'all if y'all do, do, do make, make too big a deal about it, we'll put a bus station there to show how much we don't think it's, it's a right, big deal. Right. Now we will take your tourist money, right? But right. Uh, but anyway, so but it does look funny to have that face right in the side of that mountain mm-hmm. and a trailways bus up on yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah, no doubt. So uh, so anyway, uh, the the yeah, Venezuela, the uh, the reigning dictator, will make sure that everybody sees uh, these. Uh, People who were had a foiled attempt to overthrow yeah. him, Maduro. Uh, yeah, oh, guys, they got us. Come on out. Hey, guys, they got us. Everybody, come on out. Mm. Mm. You know what's a shame? What too? about when you're uh, handcuffed, laying in the streets of Venezuela, and Maduro's making his way to see you? Yeah, it's mm. not going to be good. good not nice. going to be good. You know, Venezuela back when they were uh, a, a democracy was uh, such a booming economy. They had a had a great economy. Uh, the oil production there was big. Uh, Standard of living was good, and then after the socialists went in and sold everybody, they were being ripped off. It, it I mean, you, it, you, you think we got toilet paper trouble here. Remember, oh. we've had those stories there a long time before these. Well, that's what I'll do. Every now and then I'll go to the grocery store near our house that can't seem to get on top of the toilet paper demand, and, mm. and, the, and the store right across the street's doing fine. And I'll say, this is what it's like to be in a socialist country, to walk into the grocery store and just wonder what's there. Yeah, hope. Yeah, hope beyond hope. Yeah, and you just you just pretty much take what's available, and you know what's available, whatever they could buy a lot of. Yeah, real cheap. How about that? <laughs> how about that feeling when you are in the grocery store and those stocking the shelves go to what you need and they start laying it out? Mm. You've been there. Yeah. I told you, I'm the, I'm I tend to be like the toilet paper whisperer. Uh, it's like yeah, whenever right. I need Easy. it, I'm in there <laughs> when it, right. when when there's paper products being shelved. Yeah, I cut a deal on some. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about a, I'm about a five on apples. Okay, out of ten, about yeah. a fi- about a five. <laughs> I, I'm and, about uh, six. Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know, I tolerate an apple, but I got no enthusiasm for it. <laughs> right, no, no. I, I get on little spells. I might even go seven on it. No. But a lot of times it's uh-huh. just because I, I can't find an orange. I can muster a, fi- <laughs> I can muster a five and a half. But my wife's big on apples, and for some reason she yeah. likes these golden yellow apples. Yeah, that's a good guy. apple. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I, I don't Sweet. know why. You'll go there. So, so I, I, I caught, I caught. What about old Granny Smith? Make you pucker up, yeah, a little tart, bit. little tart. <laughs> so I was on. I had. I was assigned to get yellow apples, mm-hmm. uh, and I got there, and there were oh, no golden delicious. There were no yellow apples, and Uh-oh. so uh, so I saw a dude standing over. You know, he was getting after it, uh-huh. and I said, uh, oh, "Yeah, I bet." Oh, I got to see about yellow apples. We, we probably have some in the back. 
I said, well, why don't we hustle, see, see what we can do. And I got the experience where you talking about. He came out with the box. They're still sitting on how they were shipped there. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I got the yellow apples there as soon as they came out. I know why they were. A lot of people like yellow apples. I, I, don't, I don't know. I got two questions for you guys, and here we go. Are hey, Rick, you want an apple? Eh. Orange, yeah, orange, apple, banana. Which one? Orange. I go orange. A, a banana. Okay, a banana. Um, have you, know you guys had banana? Would be a second with me just because of the ease of operation. I'm not big on bananas. Do y'all I, peel your apple or you just eat skin and all? Uh, it depends on what. Mood I do I'm not in. peel an apple. No, I just T- eat that's it. just that's too much work. work. Sometimes I do. Sometimes do I don't. you cut it in wedges? I'll cut it in wedges. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, well, no, no. Let me take that back. Let me be completely honest. Sherry will cut them in wedges. <laughs> I will never cut them in wedges. <laughs> to be honest, probably yeah. the best way to eat it. You know how yeah. I eat them in wedges yeah. when Sherry's cut them. And so <laughs> says here, you what about when you got that wedge thing? Yeah, oh, you got, got the coring tool push that you down. push down. Well, you know, you know yeah, right yes, that's for needed. You know what I do though, and this is classic fat guy move. <laughs> what I do is I will, if you want to take an apple with me and leave the five and get close to a six. Put a little glob of peanut butter over in the corner, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and I'll take the apple wedges and run it through that peanut butter. Ooh, now, I don't mind. You can run anything through peanut yeah, butter. I'd, I'd, eat a, I'd eat a pine cone through yeah. peanut butter. But, you, but hey, the reason why I didn't pick the orange, I don't mind an orange, but I don't like peeling an orange. That's a lot of work. The, the second thing I know we're cold, third, they're easy to peel. Uh, going to break. Have y'all had cotton candy grapes? Won't, yes. I, I don't want no yes, it, It's a grape, and you bite into yes, it, t- it's, it tastes just like cotton candy. Yes, I have. Listen, I have not. We Where do you get them at? We have, grocery store, we have mauled them at the Wilburn. Put them in the freezer and let them get frozen. Well, I like Ooh, any Pop them in for a little cold snack. Ooh. Pop them in for a little cold snack. <laughs> I'd, like try, I'd like to try that. It's just like cotton candy. Well, now we won't be able to Don't find say just like. Hello? Close. Does Bubba, it disappear? You bite? Does it kind of disappear? Bubba, a grape can only get so close to cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. You'll be surprised. How about when you though? eat cotton candy and it just disappears? Girl, where'd it go? I eat cotton candy. It's good as gold. <laughs> Let me see that tootsie roll. We'll take your phone calls <laughs> when we come back. Lines are available. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Lines are available. Let the people speak while they still can. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And lines are lit up, and you can get in if you'll move now. Long distance, directly assistance, every clerk two on two. I say, hey, hey, Mom, and this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. Come on. He said hello. They put me on hold. To say the least, the cat was cold. He said, don't call us, child. We'll call you. If you want to get in right now, Stretch Armstrong is ready. Make comments, uh, ask questions, bring information to the table. Uh, the buzzer will sound at the end of your phone call, unless Speedy or Bubba give a timeout. We've given the timeout back to Speedy uh, since Helmsy is currently uh, the designated survivor. Uh, we'll start with Thomas in Huntsville, Alabama. If you move right now, you'll get in as well. Thomas, 30 seconds, buddy. Go right ahead. Uh, you were talking about May the 4th. Did you see where Trump released some sort of video? I don't know who put it together, but it's a scene from Star Wars. The clone troopers are all CNN, NBC, all of them, and tr- uh, smiling Trump faces pasted on Yoda, whopping around, lopping off heads. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but I, I, those on me. All of those on me. <laughs> we continue. H66, we be big. Jenny out of Prattville listening to I-92 WLWI. Jenny, go ahead. I want to know the status of some dirty book. <laughs> 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 dirty book. 
God, that's funny. The guy used the term has not been used in a very long time. He was serious. Well, I asked Speedy a question in the break because he claimed something happened at their house, and he said, and I said, holy mackerel. I said, do you really say holy mackerel? Golly gee willikers. Is that is that a phrase you go to? Holy I, ma- holy I think I was just I was just kind of giving Have you, you ever an said idea. holy mackerel? Yeah, no. You were telling me. What I kind really of... don't know what I said. My response was, what the? You know, and so <laughs> I know you're using holy mackerel to say it surprised you. I, I just want to know mackerel. if you ever used the term holy mackerel. I can't remember. You ever used Jiminy nowhere. Christmas? That's <laughs> <laughs> about as good. I'll never forget that as long as uh, I was. It was a weird moment. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> Terry can't believe something she's heard, she'll go, shut the front door. Uh and I'm hey, like, what? Hey, hey. Wow. You know, you know we're not in a break, right? <laughs> right. Holy mackerel. Hey, you know what I say that? Holy mackerel. Shut the we, front we, door. You right? know what I say? No. <laughs> Stand up and shout. Stand up and shout. Let's go to Mark in Alabama. Mark, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, you guys brought up the toilet paper issue and everything like that. Yeah, and I just want to make a comment about that. Okay. Go Ever ahead. since that came out, I never could understand why, because I'm on septic. I get Scott tissue, thousand rolls, single ply. And I have started writing down dates. A female will go through a roll of toilet paper every six to eight days, and a male will go through a roll of toilet paper every six to eight weeks. No wonder there's such a demand on that. Yeah, well, remember, every trip they go, you know, it, it's, it's, it's more complicated. It's a more complicated deal there. Yep. And they they use it for all kinds of things. Sure, sure. Let's just... <laughs> Let's just let that go. Tamika. Hello, Tamika. Welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. I was just curious on what your opinions were about the whole 2020 being a complete drag. Now they're adding in murder hornets. Yeah, I thought thought the news cycle yesterday obsessed over murder hornets way too much. Well, you Uh, know why. They're losing the death grip of everybody on Corona-19. Well, let's go back to this. And you're right to make it. Listen to everything. By the way, I'm not scared of murder hornets in the least. Couldn't couldn't care less about it. Y'all remember when we grew up, when we grew up, it was African bees that were coming up through Mexico, South America, and they were going to kill everybody, remember? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just a matter of time, wasn't it? never happened. Well, it, never happened. it goes back to this, the, the boy who cried hornet. I got you on that one. But you got to listen to the way things are said. Okay, And, and this happens the same thing with the, the, the coronavirus. Because we all love for everything right now to be the end of time. I don't know when, right. we've, when we've become these chicken littles. And look, I'm going to tell you, they talked about murder hornets on every single oh, show thought. yesterday. I'm talking about the show before my show talked about murder hornets, showed the same pictures I showed, and I'm talking about it on my show too. And here was the phrase. Greg, we go to the very alarmed mm-hmm. reporter. He's yeah. alarmed. Oh, yeah. Murder hornets, Sean. As a matter of fact, on an annual basis, murder hornets in Japan kill dozens of people. Dozens? How the money? Dozens? We, I mean, we have, we have deaths by bee stings in, in America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, right. a lot. And Rick, what? Yeah. Dozens? Do, Rick, dozens. How many people things, are in Japan? Can somebody give me the population of, of Japan? Yeah. Dozens? Rick, we, we're losing dozens. We're, we're, doing, we're doing wall-to-wall coverage. If you want to do it as a, before we wrap up, a how about that story? Yeah. Here's something of interest. Here's something of interest. Because it is of interest. No, they wreak havoc on the honeybees. But it's, it's not end of time, you know, I mean... Uh, the, 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 hey, Greg, in Japan, every single year, they killed dozens of people. Rick, dozens? They got bigger, God almighty. What? Dozens? Rick, they got bigger 24 bigger. people? It seemed like every report, Are too. Are you, you kidding know? me? It might be 36. <laughs> you never know. 
And Rick, their Y'all. stinger is it, it, so it, long that a beekeeping suit is no good. Yeah, you know, so I'll, I'll, all of that's useless. All that's of human and they're, interest. They're giant, and I mean, they're carrying off rats, and I mean, they're just right. huge. Of course, then they turn right around and tell you the honeybees figured out a way to kill them in other oh, other yeah. countries. Burns by, them by making it too hot in the hive. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all they got to do? Is make it hot? Well, Rick, here's well, the thing: they ain't got a chance in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, no wonder they're in Washington State. <laughs> They'll never survive in Starkville. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, the, the, the 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 hornet will be like, my gosh, it's ninety eight degrees every day here we don't have to get in some beehive we we we, we were dead on arrival and rick if it's that big isn't it easier to shoot with a shotgun <laughs> how about the, hey dozens hmm. and then of course then the next thing happens great they are it, mean looking yeah, no they, it's a human interest story certainly it should be talked about but i mean they were doing it wall to wall like that this is this is the next coronavirus oh Rick. Yeah. well that's well, the thing, murder always right? something but but let's go but back did they the... change the name it wasn't murder hornets to begin with no, it we was have... something else well you got to call it murder murder, hornet. murder. Yeah, hornet. but what was it before I don't remember. hey a hornet oh it's a japanese japanese hornet, yeah. hornet. Yeah. you know what asian i hadn't told you i hadn't told you this asian 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 hornet listen to the voice we were talking about that yesterday Helmsy, would they be allowed to call it that that's what yeah, that was Hounsey's question. question. Yeah, I don't know. China Hornet and, and and people when they uh, and I'm gonna be honest, Amanda asked me this last night. They're not calling it Murder Hornet because it's killing people. No. It does kill people, but that's not why they're calling it the Murder Hornet. Right. They're calling it the Murder Hornet because it wreaks havoc on these other bees. Yeah, it, but, it, it but, takes the honeybee and just rips its it head off. But then yeah. the honeybees find a way to be. Oh, they the get Japanese like, ones have. Like, <laughs> see, the American ones don't no, know enough. They'll yet. learn they're it. Nuts. Yeah, the Japanese they getting a big ball. Well, the honeybees yeah. in, in the deep south in the summer they're going to worry about if heat's its problem. <laughs> and then the first thing, right when I was just about to get a tiny bit interested, I heard it was in Washington State. You know what I did? Yeah, too far away. Too far away. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, I'll say this: I watched a video, a video of two different hives of killer uh, hornets fighting each other. I'd like hey. to see that. They biting each other's no, it's, heads It's off. interesting, but it's not. I'm Rick, not, I'm like you. Oh, I'm treating yeah. it like a volcano. Yeah. 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 It's not in my backyard. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Too far away. Yeah. We'll be back. More of your phone calls Plus, coming up. We got burned on the African bees. I, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I'm not buying this time. Dozens. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Well, 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 well. Um, I know that some of you have been wondering about the Gridiron Men's Conference uh, that is coming up this summer. It was scheduled for Father's Day weekend and the city of Huntsville, which is hosting uh, the Gridiron Men's Conference for the very first time. Uh, said that they were not comfortable with having uh, that event uh, in mid-June. So the folks at Gridiron said, okay, we'll move. And uh, so we've moved the Gridiron Men's Conference still in Huntsville. It's now been moved to August 21-22. So so, uh, instead of it being June, uh, weekend of June the 20th, it'll now be the weekend of August the 22nd, 21-22. And it looks like the lineup is still intact, except for Larry the Cable Guy, but we'll have that replacement for you pretty soon. But still, David Jeremiah, Steve Farrar, Charles Billingsley, um, I'm going to be able to make that date, so I can still be there, which I'm excited about because uh, we love the city of Huntsville, and you guys have been so supportive to the show, and we've never had the conference in Huntsville before. So uh, everything else stays the same, except for Larry the Cable Guy. He will be replaced, and we'll have you that name uh, sooner than later, and as soon as we get it, we'll let you know. So find out more by going to gridironmen.com. So to the phones we go, we, uh, we're we continuing with phone calls, uh, and um, let's go to Chuck in the in the great city of Cincinnati. Hey, Chucky, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys, I am back at work. 
Oh, good. Uh, Congratulations. First Amendment. Uh, thank you. I'm printing the gospel here, enjoying my First Amendment right. Got a 9 millimeter on my hip, enjoying my Second Amendment right. And uh, the whole time I was off, guys, every time my wife wanted a project, she said, can't you listen to Rick and Bubba on your headphones and get this done? Oh. I was encouraged. To, yeah, oh, yeah, it was great. It was great. I got to work, but, hey, I was, I was tuned in. And she said, you know, the better, the more you listen to them, the better the projects look. So I got a lot done. And just I appreciate you guys being there the whole time. That's great. Now, is, is this the very first day you've been back? Started back yesterday. Okay. All right, there you go. So uh, tried to get in yesterday, but didn't make it in. But, yeah, we're back printing again, getting the gospel out. And, uh, Amen. Excited about it, so. now, go right ahead, Chuck. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And glad the show could help. Getting a lot, you know, the, the show was there. It, it never left you. We, we had to go to DEFCON Diffie. Yeah, but pandemic we edition, but we were there. Let's go to um, Dave. Dave, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, have y'all uh, mentioned anything about the Chicago mayor? Uh, what's the latest? No. Oh, goodness. She went on uh, in front of the microphone saying, we will arrest you if you even talk about meeting on social media, gathering together. Even talk about then, it? Even talk about it? Even talk about it or say, hey, let's meet this this coming weekend or we met last weekend. Then she went on to say, hey, no haircuts. Then she is caught getting her own hair done. Of course. Well, yeah. Goes before the microphone and says, well, I am the face of Chicago. <laughs> I am in the national media. And anyway, I am very concerned about my personal hygiene. Mm-mm. Well, but, but nobody else can be. But uh, nobody else can. Right. Well, it goes back to what we were saying. I got an email even from an RN right now that says, "Well, people need to go to the dentist because if you're, you know, let an abscess or yeah, something go yeah. bad." And of course, they, of course, emergency service was always available. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, now people can just go get their teeth clean. Uh, you can't compare that to getting a haircut. Well, the science we can, because if if the science says that going to the dentist and people working in your mouth with gloves and masks. And operate no matter what they're doing to you, whether it's teeth cleaning or an abscess or a filling. If they are able to do that scientifically, and we think the risk is not high enough that we would just say you can't do that because if you do, it's just too much. Right. Well, then that same science would apply to somebody getting a haircut, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so so I don't I don't understand. So yes, you can compare the two because what they keep saying about haircuts is well, the person standing right by you cutting your hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, if you look at my Instagram, I, I have a post. If I can get around that, I saw that. That was that fantastic. Is funny. That it? was oh, real good. Funny. And don't think it won't come to that. <laughs> um, you know, Rick, I think we need to rethink uh, this haircut thing because apparently it's much more dangerous than I ever thought it was. Yeah. Can you believe? I it? mean, even when this is over, maybe we need to, you know, cut back on the number of them because they're just, boy, they're just trouble out there, right? Well, maybe we go back. I'm Rick. saying that sarcastically. I know you are. Okay. Just let it ride. Just for those of you that might <laughs> you misinterpret that and start emailing. <laughs> well, let's let's go back to. Um, uh, here is a person, if, if the caller's story is accurate, and I assume it is, Here here's a person that says, well, I'm the mayor, so I live by a different standard than the people. Not in this country, you don't. In this country, we have a right to redress the government and say, we ain't going to stand for that. And we have certain civil liberties that were given to us, and they are laid out as clear as they possibly can be, and you're not yeah. taking them away from us. And, and And you can, as long as what you're doing is, is allowed inside our state or our federal constitution, then sure. But if you're trying to do something that's not allowed, we're, we're not going to have it. And you can't tell us that you somehow need a haircut more than we do because you're the mayor. No, no. <laughs> 
Well, the ruling class, Rick, when you get to a socialist, communist country, they, that's always their excuse. Well, I uh, and I'm the man uh, here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. But, but, but this is the point. I gotta have the big and car I, while you drive the little putt putt. And <laughs> I think I think some of you are missing, and I'm only speaking for myself here. I'm not even coming from the place of people need haircuts. That it's that it's some, somehow essential. I'm coming from a place that these people that this is their livelihood. Their livelihood is essential. That's where I'm coming from. You can't arbitrarily not let them make a living, and you're letting other people make a living. That's the whole problem with this whole setup. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like this thing now, the retail stores are open, and and my restaurant can't be open. Now, how, how are y'all coming up with that idea? The I can get my teeth clean, but I can't get my hair cut. When'd y'all come up with that? And that's where this that's where this is getting ugly. Is there's no <laughs> consistency to it. Oh, we continue. It's gonna be a nightmare when all this is up. Let's go to. Um, uh, go to Jason in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Jason, back to the troll, 30 seconds. Come on. Yes, sir. I just want to tell you, I've just been laughing. Y'all talking about the Dirty Book store this morning. <laughs> uh, dirty book. Dirty I book. want to let that girl, that girl from Prattville call. That reminded me of the store. There's one in Prattville that don't even never close. It's, ain't, I don't even think it's got a lock on the door. But, uh, <laughs> y'all. About a year ago, about a year ago, it got robbed, and they shot the clerk. And do you know that as soon as they dialed the blood up and they got that body out of there, they were right back open. Don't <laughs> <laughs> have a lock on the door. <laughs> That's awful. They don't ever close, Greg. We continue. Danny in Kentucky. I didn't know that. Danny. Welcome, buddy. Danny. Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Hey, Danny. How, uh, how's everything uh, in the communist state of Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty bad right now. Really? Uh, no, a federal appeals court uh, had a church to sue the governor over the mass gatherings and a truck drive-in church and the federal appeals court uh upheld his his ban on mass gatherings for pandemics but he they they upheld the ruling on uh they upheld him on uh drive-in churches so we could have drive-in church but the problem is when you go to suing in that you know i i really didn't get yeah what the court did out of that uh I, 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 what I saw, I thought the court ruled against the church. Is what I thought. Maybe I've misread. That. Uh, the, I think the story we have wasn't in Kentucky. Well, yeah. Where was? Well, it? there's difference. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, like I saw um, there. I think I saw the some others like here in. Um, uh, I'm trying to see what state this is. This is Chicago, so in Illinois, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, in in Lena, Illinois. Uh, they filed a lawsuit against their governor in Illinois. And um, and they were saying that they, he can't tell them to uh, to stay home and not worship, uh, but uh, but they they lost in Illinois as well. Okay, so no the 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 court rules that the governor must allow drive-in church services. Right. In Federal Kentucky. appeals court will de- uh, decline to rule on the case. So the uh, the case they the, the the court that ruled on it said they must allow drive-in church services. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, and that's in Kentucky, right? Yeah, and Beach in Shores. Illinois, it looks and, like they went the other one. He was reading in Illinois. Yeah, in yeah. Illinois, they went the other way. They, they, they're, they're, so when you start getting conflicting cases, that's when the Supreme Court will have to take it. Sure, up. they will. Yeah. And I think when the Supreme, but Court, I, I don't see, I don't see how any judge no, can sit there. That, I mean, if you, <laughs> I don't know where your law degree came from, but I mean, I'm I've got eighth grade civics. I can read the First Amendment to the Bill of Rights and. Did you, I don't think you got any jurisdiction. Did you? you know? Did you yesterday? At least not more than just very temporarily. 
Did you hear yesterday the Supreme Court ruling on cases via conference call? Yes. Well, they were hearing yeah. arguments. Yeah. First time they'd ever done that, yeah. and it was streamed because it, yeah. they were getting oh, it over the right, phone, right. and it was being streamed online. Yeah. yeah. I bet that was something. Yeah. Did anybody? But, did anybody see? I bet that bunch. Ruthie move at all? <laughs> no, I guarantee you. she was probably. They probably had the screen up and she was doing like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't look in the other way. They didn't video any of it. It was just on. It was just, just yeah. voices. streaming. They yeah. went yeah. to her one time here, <laughs> but she, but she. I don't. I never heard her speak. No, and one time, Sotomayor. Had, I, I don't tell what she was doing. Uh, Roberts goes, uh, Justice Sotomayor, nothing. Uh, Justice Sotomayor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Justice Roberts. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so she was undoubtedly yeah. piddling around. Justice but- Ginberg. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think is more likely not to be with us, uh, Ruthie or Kim Jong-un? Mm. Which Boy. one is more likely to be weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> <laughs> they both of them may have a, have yeah. a broomstick. We'll never know when either one of them dies, Bubba, to your point. You're right. It's going to be tough. What you say? They're going broomstick propping them up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never. Hey, I guarantee you, they they will, because we're getting within the election now. You can oh, see yeah. it. You can almost reach out yeah. and touch it. Yeah. They ain't, if she went on in, you would never know it. No. <laughs> no yeah. yeah, but I'm with you, Bubba. Back to your point. If it gets to the Supreme Court, I think that if I was defending the church's right to make their own decisions about whether they meet or not, I think I would just I wouldn't have anything with me but the Constitution, and I think I, I don't would, even need all the pages. Uh, I would just lay it down. <laughs> I would just lay down. I would I would need the front page, yeah. and, and I would just walk in and say, "Shall not." I would I would just look over here and say, "Take a look over that and see if you see that the way the whole wide world apparently sees it." I mean, a, a second grader can understand. Well, it. Well, let me just let's just even throw that out for just a second. This to this in the cars, how does that violate your rules as far as trying to keep people from? I mean, you're not violating any. What, what, uh, what is rules? different than than people meeting in cars for a church service? Are them meeting at a four way stop on a four lane highway? There's no rule. I don't I mean, see how you're violating any right. of your safe practice rules by sitting in your own vehicle. No. Separate. No. No. Sounds like somebody's just trying to pick but, on a certain group of people, doesn't it? Yep. it does. And I'm telling you, Barr says he's not going to tolerate that from a federal level. Uh, he said that. I'm, we need to see him yep. take a few cuts here. We you know. Do. 14 minutes to the top. Take a swing. You got the bat. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back, 866. We be big is the number. I keep getting emails on how we haven't played this as bad music yet during the social distancing. And the main reason is I don't like the police. I've never really liked this. I was going to ask you how you feel about the police. I, I do not like the police. I don't like, I don't, I have a weird relationship with them. There's sure. a few songs I can handle, and I appreciate their popularity, what they did, and all that. Do you really? That kind, of, not really. I don't know why they said that. It sounded good. <laughs> but, <laughs> great. I like some. I don't know if it's that I like them. But they're from the era that I like. Back when they were popular, it was a good time in the world. Greg, what do you think? What song do you think they had? I like. Uh, 
You know exactly what it is. I got to I got to go message in a bottle. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. See, absolutely. he always hates the worst song <laughs> of any band. The most I, pop one, you know, the one we heard on the radio. But Speedy, that would be a good one to grab to put in here. <laughs> just just the chorus to put in the Instagram for us talking about social distancing or COVID. Uh, I thought, stand, I so thought so yours, might, your favorite, might have been a do do do. I didn't care about that one. How about I didn't like the police at all? And it, how about this? When I, when I first got married, Sherry said to like, uh, was it Brody? The other day, because Charles Billingsley did a cover on, on his new CD, he did one uh, on—I guess you can call them CDs. His new album, mm-hmm. he did one of you know we know from Mister Mister, and then he also did a cover of Sting's song "Fragile." Yeah. yeah. So Sherry said, "You know how sometimes you never know something until somebody just brings it up out of nowhere. You didn't realize what you had done." And uh, and and of course Brody was like Sting, what, Dad, where you at on Sting? She goes, Well, I used to like Sting. Of course, your dad ruined it, so I can't. I never listen to it anymore. <laughs> and I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? You forbid her. She said, lie. She said you ruined Sting for me. She said, I when I married you, I I kind of liked the police and I kind of liked Sting, and you were so negative about it that I just got away from it completely because mm-hmm. I mean you you have such a disdain for Sting. You and, only like Roxanne. That's your favorite. You know, I didn't, I didn't even like that. I, I just, yeah, that, you know, that was, I kind of like live that. with it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm usually not drawn to prostitute songs. You know, what <laughs> I mean? it, it, normally it, not. But, but, uh, but the, I just don't, I just, I don't like the way Sting sings, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying they're not talented. None of that. You know, sometimes things you just don't appeal to you, and and yeah. and Sting's catalog does not appeal to me. What I can the buy police are solo. Well, I buy a ticket, go to the show. No, never. Or what? I wouldn't even go if somebody gave me a ticket. No, but uh, there's some. They're okay. And then, know. of course, you know he's all natural. Oh, he and stinks, so, doesn't he? And so once JT told us that he stunk, because JT got this liner for for us. Actually, that was that was, was me. It, there was it you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I, I was the one. You and JT were together, weren't you? No, I, well, he, we might have interviewed him separately, but well, actually, I'm talking about, did he go? Were his Terry, there with Terry you? was with me, and at, at one point, I had to tell Sting, you know, I'm standing right here. Right. I mean, because uh, you know, well, he's a rock star, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was not pleasant. I think JT was tagging along. Yeah, it I remember JT discussing this as well. And you said George Clinton bumped too. Oh, did he? But Sting, this is not. Sting, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest men alive. Uh, of course, they left fat out. So. Hey, this is Sting on Rick and Bubba. Give me some of those. Potato chips. Uh, at is, that, the, is that a line that you fed him at the at yes. the amphitheater? Uh, there, uh, we interviewed him in one of the dressing rooms. He we he said, "Yeah, come on in." He get went in there, the air conditioner wasn't on, and <laughs> it was just not pleasant. <laughs> smell like under. Uh, he he was he was nice. It's just he just boy the smell. Boy stung. Right, no, look, I'm not I'm not I'm not out to get sting. Like, what's problem and, sting? And, and I don't acknowledge. I, I am acknowledging they were very popular. It wasn't my thing. I don't like. Do, do, Did do. you always think he and that actor looked a lot alike? You know, the yeah. one that was real famous. And he mm-hmm. was always a bad guy. Yes, but they looked a lot alike. Yeah. What's th- his name? Can't think of his name now. But I know you just said he was real famous. So but you when you see him, you almost <laughs> think, well, there's Sting acting. You go, oh no, that's the the professional actor that looks like. Sting. And every movie he's ever been in, I never know what his name is, but no, I know exactly. You know who. I know exactly who you're talking about. I think I do, too. What's his name? You, you do. He's always – he's, he's never – I'm on a Google actor that looks like – But he's not, a, he's not a, that guy you would know his name. On the, no, on, the, on, the, on the rarest of occasions, on the rarest of occasions, uh, he's a good guy. Mostly he's he's part of some devious oh, plot. Yeah. On Take those, over the world. Yeah, but um, so, you know, out in the don't stand so close to me era, and, of course, oh, yeah. as I've said, you know, we're, we're now living in, you know – Darren and Samantha's neighborhood with Mrs. Kravitz everywhere we go now. Yeah. And so I didn't I hadn't really there he is, it's that guy. Oh yeah. Malcolm yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah that's okay. It. So uh, so I remember also uh, known as Sting's daddy. 
Right. That's mm-hmm. not a good pitcher comparison because they that's an but old that picture guy, of one yeah. young of the other, but they do, yeah. That you can is, get yeah. that by Googling actor that looks like Sting. I mean, how it really is. I really do. It really does work. I got it, too. Yeah. So, it's totally looks like.com. By the way, I, 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 my, in my mind, McDowell came up, but I wasn't confident enough to say it. Doggone it. But mm. I, I would have never got the first name. But, but anyway, so um, have, y'all been, have y'all been to the grocery store lately? In, or any place? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I went out to. I haven't. I haven't noticed. I know they're now doing the one way aisles, wrong way, one way. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I hadn't really picked up on that. I, and, uh, I don't and see you looking most down and noticing most that. Of, yeah, and most of people just blow right through. Because there's only me and this guy in, in an aisle, and so I'm coming down the aisle to get what I need to get, and he's looking at me like I'm in trouble. Of course, he didn't have a mask on, which I thought yeah. was was ironic. You know, at least I have my mask on. Yeah, he's, you know? he's coming the wrong way. And 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 <laughs> he kept looking at me. He was really mad at me. And he, he kept giving me that, you know, Mrs. Kravitz look. And I finally just looked at him, and then he just did his eyes down at the ground. And I looked, and I was going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Down Ooh, well, it but he didn't have a mask on. Who, who was who was committing the biggest honest, Well, I'm not paying and, attention to or, or one I way or wrong way or L way. Where I live, they have the tape on the floor and all this, but nobody's really enforcing anything. Yeah. You know, I hear these – Talking about these areas where people they're counting heads and they're mm-hmm. we have tape and we tell her you know all that but I don't see anybody if you want to ignore it I don't see anybody that tells you you can't ignore it. Rick, there was a, a a mutual friend of all of ours texted me the other day and said that a lady started screaming at him for walking the the wrong way and he said the only thing his reaction was he screamed back to her. The real crime here is your hairdo. Oh, did he really? <laughs> well, good for him. Wow. Good for him. I wish I – this guy was – it was dude It was dude on dude here. I had another friend of mine said somebody barked at him because he touched one carton of milk and got another one because he saw the date on the other one was longer. Really? You know how they pushed to the oh, ones yeah, in yeah. the back? I had a lady thank me for wearing my mask. This elderly lady, she yeah. thanked me for wearing my mask. Well, she said, thank you. It was more kind of muffled. What kind she did had you have on? Cloth. Surgical mask? No, just one made up. He said, I like your haircut. I'd like to thank you for this, honey. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. There is time for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. Six minutes past the hour. Out of the broadcast plaza and teleport. It's another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Stretch Armstrong all here at Master Control with yours truly, old number one. Uh, Home Studios, uh, uh, designated survivor, Helmsy. And home for maternity leave, our very own Eddie Van Adler, he and his wife, Getting settled in with their new baby, Ruby Jane. And welcome back as he returns out of the broadcast closet, out of Radio Free Bubba, back to his proper position on mic number two, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad and honored to be here. Let me ask you a favor, though, Rick. When I'm long gone and you're heading up a fundraising effort to put up a statue for me, okay? will you put that quote on the pedestal? This, time, yeah. this one right here? There is time yeah. for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah, and I think it'll be, you know, of course, by the time, you know, I don't know when you're going to go, but, you know, if you don't go quick, I probably won't be able to put it up because the uh, overzealous, tyrannical government won't let me. <laughs> and on the other side, put the quotation, when we're going to lunch. When we're going to lunch. 
And I, then on the underside, blow it. Well, <laughs> I love the new organization you above will form that you can hire out. <laughs> oh, yeah. How do you like that? that was, AWI. AWI. <laughs> Let me tell you. Good job, buddy. Let me tell you. AWI. <laughs> hey, anybody, hey, hey, I hear y'all need some people need it. Well, you, know how you, you, know, you know how you're supposed to just do something only if there's a demand for it? Yeah. Let me tell you, you guys, it, there's a demand. <laughs> yeah, people make a list. Yeah, it's like we talked about the other day. You remember the young kid that I was going to do it for him for, for his yes, benefit? To help him and he'd, be thank, he'd thank me for it later. Right. Yeah, but uh, it'd take a few yeah, years, but he eventually would. Oh, yeah, when it first happened, it'd just be awful. <laughs> but the, uh, anybody need any anyway? <laughs> You know what about you know and, and you know, and what if I well, we had a board that they you'd come in you know we'd have because you, know, you ever every you know you have to have the board that, that oversees the new business yeah. and steering all steering committee steering committee <laughs> and you would come in and at AWI uh, or what is it AWI yeah AWI okay <laughs> <laughs> who needs a weapon yeah, right and, and and what we do is we we're a, we're, we're AW Incorporated <laughs> and you come in and you sit down and we would say at the end you know what I think you're right. Uh, this person needs a, needs needs that able. <laughs> he qualifies for our he, system. He qualified for our system. Tell us when and where he'll be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then we, hey, Rick ain't no knives, no guns, nothing. Nothing Straight like that. Up, we're no. gonna roll our sleeves we just up we just come up it. and we physically whip out a for you. <laughs> there it is. And we, and we and for little for little 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 guys, we offer just a, just a good old spank. <laughs> there you go. Huh? We, we run them in that half circle. You know what I mean? And tear that little honey up. That's the AK package. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you, our whole society needs it. Whoop! Oh, oh Rick. So I'm envisioning like a profile of each, and we just present it to you guys. Is yeah. that what you're yeah, thinking? Yeah, here's here's oh, a candidate. We're sitting down for an A whipping. We sit down, and somebody says, "Okay, yeah, let's look at Earl down in Mobile." Uh, <laughs> it was that, Earl. It was that same company that brought you slapped at five. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We've got a spinoff. Understand, y'all are growing. We have. You know, we started with slapped at five. <laughs> And now we've just opened AWI, and it's a, it's a huge response. <laughs> we're, slapped we're, at five. we're being overwhelmed. Actually. <laughs> we're being overwhelmed. <laughs> we're hiring. Slapped at five is is the heart of downtown. It could be a you know downtown square, whatever. Yeah. And we line people up at five, and 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 we slap them that right. need to be slapped. If it need to be slapped, and then what we do, we could do like a publishing uh, publishers clearinghouse where we just uh, determine that we're going to give you a free one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. We show up at your door and go, hey. So I know somebody in this house needs a low yeah. WI. Bring them out. <laughs> right, Rick, bring them out. No charge. This one's on us. <laughs> you've earned enough points. Oh, Rick, you've earned enough points. This one's on us. <laughs> you've earned enough points. And then we have testimonies. <laughs> Fourth one's on the house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I'm, I'm Bobby from Prattville. Uh, I didn't realize, but I needed my A whip. <laughs> and, uh, and my wife called AWI, and, uh, and and they took me in. And, you know, after they'd whipped my A, uh, it really humbled me. And, and, it's, and also next, yes, Bobby was a problematic. And, and then we called AWI, and he's been an incredible husband. Since we then. love the results. We love the results. and uh, It changed my life. Now I work for him. <laughs> after session two, he, you wouldn't believe the things that happened. Yeah. So. It would be great. Man. So, what's some examples of how why you would get? Oh, one? we don't oh, need to go so into all. We don't have to go into all that. I mean, was it, it was just a funny little joke uh, yeah. on the bathroom? Right, sure. Man. You know, you know, <laughs> that little joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might be something as simple as you got too many items in the in the tender less line. You know, <laughs> or you're or, telling or, me, or you're telling me I got too many. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please telling me driving slow in the left lane and then ignoring oh, everybody behind oh, you is sure. that one? That's absolutely okay. one. 
right. Yeah. Marking off on social media, hiding behind your keyboard. Is that no, one? Any, oh, yeah. Doing any no. – sending a – We got a whole division right. for that. <laughs> sending, any, sending a letter to your pastor anonymously. Okay. Yeah. That's one. You gutless piece of crap. Tattling on people for not social distancing. Right. Yeah, that, 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 that's current. How about I, I've, I've talked to some people that they say the minute they receive anything and they're in a place of leadership that is anonymous, they throw it in the trash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're too gutless to put your name on something, then you, it, mm-hmm. you know what you need, AWI. <laughs> so they, there's, a, there's just all kinds of examples of it out there. So, you know, the, the, you say you got like a neighborhood of kids and there's that guy that rips through there wide open in their sports car. You know, or, or his loud car, and he thinks he's sharp. Uh, matter of fact, the other day, I noticed a guy brought a go kart to a, to a park and was like going wide open and sliding around while people were trying to walk and pushing baby <laughs> oh, characters. AWI might pull up in the van. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> pull him out of his go kart and whip that A for it. It's like the old A team van pull up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Somebody said, Why is everybody leaving? Look, AWI. Uh oh. <laughs> Somebody's crossed the line. <laughs> Greg, 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 please don't let it be me. <laughs> or get your phone out. <laughs> right. Everybody get ready. I think it's that guy right over here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Which one are you talking about? The one that's being real loud right now yeah. won't be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the one cutting up. <laughs> right. That, that, yeah. uh, so oh, that's funny. talking about some of the crazy things going on out there. I know <laughs> I know we all are trying to push back, but I would I would advise against this. Uh San Diego Sheriff's Department said Monday that they would investigate reports of a man shopping in a grocery store last week wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood, said he was only following the mandate to wear a mask. Yeah, I don't think that's what they meant. No, no. That, no, that's, that's, that's uh, not it. Have you seen the picture of him with it on? Yes. I, <laughs> pushing, uh, pushing his grocery cart. <laughs> yeah, well, it, and it will draw attention. Oh, yeah. It will. So uh, I know that you're just, you know, you're you're upset about the mask thing <laughs> and you're trying to make a point, and I certainly get the point. But. And w- exactly where was that? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> We're, how'd we miss that? No, well, I thankfully we did. Thankfully we did. I think it's happened here that it's hadn't reported yet. Right. Have Have you noticed though? We have a login. Yeah. <laughs> right. We, we, yeah. They had to. They had to suspend that. <laughs> yeah. So people could wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Right. What that part of the whole yeah. deal? Remember, somebody said we're not going to enforce crazy. the Alabama law of no mask. Yeah. <laughs> because they're now saying. I, I tell you this other thing too, and I don't. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just play one here on the radio. But and I'm. You know. But. Y'all, it, these, when Greg was just playing it out of Raleigh, North Carolina, was it Raleigh, North Carolina? Is that where it was? The hospital that was 60% full? Yeah, I, think it was. I think it was Raleigh. Um, we're having a lot of the medical field now coming back to us going, I, I know y'all keep hearing that we're overwhelmed and overrun, and that's just not the case. We're, oh, no. You're, we're, well, I told you said, that to yeah, the yeah. Uh, attorney general yesterday. I mean, I know that some of these people, that this that UAB, we had a big story come out today about how they're having to cut back <clears> and uh, – Hopefully, all of that will be temporary. Temporary with elective surgeries beginning again, but I, I don't know. I don't know how deep the hole is before they'll be yeah, back up well, to speed. Well, but we were what we were trying to, to do is we were, in, and I know what they're going to say because it's what they're always going to say. Well, that's the reason why we did all this. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that kept the hospitals from being overwhelmed. Well, it's also putting them out of business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, did, did we go too far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference yeah. in hyperventilating, Rick. There's a difference in hyperventilating and needing a bag to breathe in, and somebody mm-hmm. cramming a pillow over your head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a big, there's a there's a lot of in between there. <laughs> right. You know? Well, and 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 we're, we've got to. I don't understand. Like I say, there's the Charles Billingsley case is perplexing to me. It's it's either either it is very inconsistent on how contagious it is, like it is sometimes, sometimes it isn't. Because you can't say that Charles Billingsley had a mild case because he didn't. No. He had a severe case. Yeah. And they said really only the fact that he is healthy and he is 
younger than 55 and he has taken care of himself is the only way he survived. Yeah. Okay. Was that not what he said? That's what he said. Mm -hmm. But nobody in his family got it? Not a single one. And they were in the same plane he said thinks he caught it in. And they were with him a few days before he knew. Remember, he said he ran that fever and yeah. didn't think nothing about They it. were with him, and nobody that had encountered Charles Billingsley got it. Okay, because I had some people going, hey, man. Charles claimed he played golf that one yeah. day. And a lot of people got real mad about yeah, that. Yeah, he, he, he went out with a fever. Yeah, but not, not feeling good. Not one person that encountered Charles Billingsley got it. Nobody. Yeah, and, and he well, was. He and his family. And, right? and, and, well, if he was out playing golf with a fever, the shit, most people got it too. Well, I don't know. Did they? We don't know. About yeah, I think it, yeah. well, he he didn't say they did. Yeah, yeah. But 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 then his house, we know that for sure because right. he made that clear. His dog seemed fine. So mm-hmm. so he. I wonder what blood type he he, he went in. He went into his home. But I don't think they ever put a lot of. Yeah, yeah Well, they, that's why I'm asking. Just you know, uh, we but could I think that, that guy come out and said that wasn't really yeah, the fact. Yeah. That went under rumor. Yeah. So so then. But, but that's why we should ask. Right. Let's look at it. But or <laughs> or the the the. Anybody else get any other idea? The exaggeration. <laughs> We're here drawing a blank. Well, Why the, not just the, it, or, that one? I know this sounds outlandish. <laughs> What's his shoe size? Did he say? <laughs> <laughs> but but For him Charles, to have such a severe. Based case. on what we're being told, like I can't get a haircut. But based on I can't I can't do haircuts. Okay, I, I my livelihood's been destroyed. Can't, I can't, can't meet in a car in that church. Can't can't meet in a car. Can't open my restaurant. Okay, yeah. but Charles Billingsley <laughs> can have one of the worst cases you can have. Stay in his house. All he did was try to go to another room. But it, there's time in there he don't even know he has it. Yeah. Remember how we said the non-symptomatic people, man. That, you got to watch them. <laughs> okay. Well, Charles Billingsley's interacting with people for days, and then stays in that same house for 21 days because he was in the hospital, I think, for three, and it was, he was sick for 24, and nobody gets it. And well, they could have got they could have got it, but just been asymptomatic. Well, they tested them. They, they, they've had they tested all of them. Yeah. And they, none of them had it. None of them had it. That's what was so weird about it. Did they anybody test them? Had they already been exposed to it? He said they all got the test that they had, and 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 it showed that none of them have had had it or or ever had it. So I don't know. It's hard to every situation is different. I guess it is. Man, we still don't know his blood type. We know that, (laughs) or his hat size. (laughs) We don't know that. I think he wears a ten and a half shoe. I may be wrong. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, it brings me Twenty-three to minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Ryan out of Pensacola, Florida. Ryan, welcome to Rick and Bubba, and thanks for your patience. We'll get through others. Go right ahead, buddy. What's on your mind? Uh, I was just calling in reference to the Charles Billingsley uh, comments you guys were making earlier. Sure. In regards to nobody else caught it in his family, I actually called in a couple weeks ago about how my daughter had contracted whooping cough a Mm. few years ago. Yeah. Um, and she, she made it through fine by the Lord's, uh, grace. Good. She made it through. Great news. Everything was great with that. Um, but we have, we do not vaccinate our kids at all. And that's just our own personal belief. Sure. What we, what we do, but none of my other kids contracted whooping cough, even though we were warned by the CDC about how extremely contagious it was and how, you know, they actually recommended that we go as soon as my daughter was tested positive they recommended that we go get a vaccination for it like that was the going to be the 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 remedy 
to help us out, even though we had already been exposed. Right. But that was their, their official uh, uh, statement to us and what we should do. Mm-hmm. However, nobody else in the, in the entire household caught it. So I was just going to share that experience with you, just something that, you know, our own personal deal. But this whole thing with the coronavirus, you know, we're not going to be, obviously, jumping on board with any kind of vaccination that comes out. Lord only knows what it will have in it. Yeah. And, uh, and and everything in regards to that. Well, if you have any concerns about vaccines, whether they're legitimate or, or not, you, you certainly, if you're over in the concern category, one that's rushed to market to save the world will probably be, will probably take you to a very highly concerned uh, place. Uh, and I'm not saying there'll be anything wrong with it, but I can just understand the, you know, even usually we're there, you know, there's some concerns, even if it's not rushed to market, rushed to market probably brings in a whole new, and that's what one guy I forgot was talking about who had a level head about. It. He said, guys, we better learn to do our society without a vaccine because not everybody's going to take it. You know, a, a vaccine is not going to – it'll solve some of the problems. When and if right. we get if one. If we get one, yeah, we, I mean, we better learn to figure it out with or without it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to rush out and take a vaccine that you that nobody's ever really knew a lot about? Uh, no. The last one that we got rushed to was the swine flu and when I was a kid, and that one caused all kind of trouble. I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying I don't see – I'm like you. I don't see people just lining up in droves. Yeah, but you know, and, but you got to be careful. But on, on the other hand, I think we've all been vaccinated for smallpox and polio well, and all that stuff, shot. and it was you know, it was I, t- I took flu shot this year. How about this? We need to do a clarification. Love the audience. And, and I know that we all know what people don't dial into this show. And we say things like a minute ago, I thought I was saying Comey and I said Cuomo. Yeah. So it goes yeah. But I'm getting a lot of emails now. Uh, Charles Stanley did not have COVID-19. It's Charles Billingsley. Who said Stanley? Did well, that? nobody. Just people are misunderstanding an email. Right. Not, nobody said it. I'm just saying people heard it. Here we go. And that you know yeah. now there's people that think that Charles Stanley has survived COVID nineteen. Yeah, no, no. And, and, yeah. Somebody yeah. asked me what why Joe Billingsley formed Jackson was that game. <laughs> right. Right. How he was feeling. Charles Billingsley is a singer, worship leader. Yeah, that we uh, have it on the show. Right. Several yeah. Times. Does gridiron was worship leader at David Jeremiah's church. He's now back at Liberty <laughs> University. So it's not not Charles Stanley. Charles Stanley, as far as we know, does not have COVID nineteen, no. nor has he had it. No, I heard uh, he passed on Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That'd be a legitimate concern, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Seth in South Carolina. Seth, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Hey, I just want to let y'all know I uh, I tried your uh, spiral dogs and. I, I really enjoy them. They're really good. I wish I had one right now. I've started a movement. I, every day I get multiple pictures of people cooking spiral dogs now. You know, it's like we had the recipe there for a while, but I guess you know they're probably like me. They, you had to work a little more for that. But once that YouTube video hit of how to make them, and you can just go through step by step, yeah. and people are saying, you know, never again will I eat a, a dog any other way. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> they've honestly had, you know, had time on their hands to, to yes. work on it. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. they have. Yes, they have. I mean, uh, I, I admire families that have, you know, made something positive out of it. Mm-hmm. Like a spiral dog? <laughs> that or, you know, a floating tiki bar or whatever. Yeah, that, that was fun. What in the world? I saw that. Hey, yeah. when I saw that coming across the lake, yeah. I thought there was a giant hay bale out I there. I saw that picture. And they're just, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they're just floating around with a big old tiki tent over the top. <laughs> That's of pretty That's awesome. Good. Uh, Rick, before you go to, did I hear you say Charles Barkley had COVID? <laughs> How's he feeling, Rick? Oh boy! Uh, I, I really thought that I was the best player in the NBA. I really did. Uh, 
but uh, then then he faced him. Hey, this is Charles Barkley. You listen to the Rick and Bubba show. Yeah, he, he's fine, Helms, but mm-hmm. I, I know you heard that. Uh, okay. To uh, Missouri, Bill standing by. Billy, go ahead. Hey, yeah. Bill? Um, lo- love love your show. Thank you. Um, um, tell people about it all the time, so I'm sure you're getting more YouTube vi- uh, visitors all the time. Um, I'm looking at this U.S. debt clock, and over on the right-hand side, mm-hmm. it's got – they have this debt clock time machine from, yeah. tw- from 1980 to 2024. And if you take just and hit that from 2020 to 2024, these numbers are crazy. And yeah. I just like to see if you could ever get somebody on to explain a lot of these numbers to you. Um, it's, it's it, 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 Bill, it is a mountain to climb because now what, what, what numbers on there you want to know about? Well, like the gold, like the, uh, gold ratio to the dollar right now it's at uh um what is it uh 21,000 and i think in 2024 it jumps up to 37,000 we just showed it up on the yeah yeah I, I think there's a lot of numbers going on there <laughs> i think they started out just wanting to show you the national debt and then they just started breaking it down to ridiculous levels i mean it's got everything you'd ever want to know up there about who owes it and how long. I mean, it's just it's a page full of numbers. It's just numbers everywhere. Numbers are numbers. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Somebody come on with. Cause he's a ruthless, and don't tell me you're ruthless too. When there's blood on the streets of Baltimore, kids are getting ready for a long one. Maybe I was born in the wrong skin, but those sheep are rolling in the mud again, like whoa. Mother's Day is this weekend, and uh, I will just say, Mom, if you're watching on YouTube, good news, 1-800-Flowers.com. I'm sending you something beautiful for Mother's Day, and you need to do that as well. It may be because of all this social distancing, you're not going to get to see Mom uh, coming up uh, this Mother's Day, uh, but be sure that she hears from you, or make sure that all the moms on your on your list uh, they're taken care of by going to 1-800-Flowers.com. Uh, they've got some great Mother's Day gifts. Um, they've got the bouquets, the arrangements. Go look. at They've got some really cool stuff. You can add chocolates if you want to. You can put a balloon on it if you want to. Uh, they've got roses and lilies and daisies, and, and they're all picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and, of course, mom's amazement. Be sure that she hears from you. Get it done today. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Use the code Bubba. I did that as well. Uh, right there at the radio icon for special savings. You'll also find a link at rickandbubba.com there under the sponsors button. So take, take care of mom. We got a couple of stories here, three of these, uh, and I, I hate to go to, to gloom here, but oh, this alligator attack thing, I have to discuss it. We're going in more. I, I mean, it, it's awful. That's a weird story, Rick. I mean, that, that mm. thing right there is just. Don't go to gloom, Rick. I mean. Don't do it. But it's just odd because you know uh, the number one, the number one on my list that we talk about it a lot, and I talk about my family a lot. Is I I have to do everything I possibly can, and Lord, I know Your will be done. But I just 
if I could avoid being killed by an animal, I'd be huge. Uh, just th- death by yeah. animal is is on my. It's sitting there at number one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. death by animal, y'all. That's and, it, and, and it, it just doesn't go quick. No, I mean, that's and that's the point. I mean, if it went yeah. quick, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to be attacked by anything. But if it's quick, man, it's quick. But if you are struggling, well, I look it, at, uh, home, I, I look at like because I watch, I watch too many animal documentaries. I do. Mm. I watch too many of them. Right. And there's times when you see like a wildebeest or a zebra, <laughs> and everybody's already eating and they're not dead yet. I know, and, yeah, and I'm just like I, I, I have I'm, a hard time. I'm watching. just thank like, you for saying that because they'll start I, at the bottom they'll, they'll and, start, and just go to work. They'll while the start, other ones, yeah, man, they'll bad. start. There, people are already dying, and they they Those got the hyenas are going. Oh, I mean, right, right now, I mean, somebody's already got their tablecloth around their neck, and they're eating, and I'm still with us. Gosh, I mean, but anyway, so oh. what makes this story even more odd, and it is tragic, is there seems to be at least a consideration. That this person wanted to be eaten by the alligator, and or she was having some kind of episode. It said a woman was taken out by an alligator in the South Carolina pond, hmm. and told a friend she wanted to get close to the animal. And when the animal grabbed her, when she got within four feet, he said, "I'm in." That she didn't even scream or start asking for any kind of help as the alligator attacked her and then drug her into the water. Sadly, fifty-eight years old. And it said that her husband hmm. and somebody else tried to beat the alligator with a shovel, uh, but he just went deeper into the pond. Uh, and um, and said what the weird part is that said the woman says that she was, um, you know, not didn't act like herself at all, mm-hmm. and she just walked directly toward the alligator. And when it lunged and grabbed her, she that, didn't have any really reaction other than made a sound. So are they thinking that she basically was committing? Suicide. I mean, is this like walking off the edge of a cliff I, I, or something? I, that's that's what they are saying. They're implying implying it. Implying it. Right? Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Wow. So, wow. So there, there we go, guys. And there's some weird. There's yeah. some other details. No weird. They're not weird story. Um, yeah, we don't Did you see the footage yesterday of the five year old that was yeah. driving the car down the interstate? Yes. And the police pulled him over, and it was a five-year. They thought he was a drunk driver, right? And it was a five-year-old, and yep. he was going to get a Lamborghini because his mother wouldn't buy him one. Yes. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, he's a how does a five-year-old know about a Lamborghini? Mm-hmm. How's how's a he, fi- well, how's he push the pedals and drive? I guess he Not very watched well. his mom, and you know, knew yeah, but how's he big enough? I don't see how you'd see over. Must the be a big hood. five-year-old. I was about to say, how does the car even get in motion? Yeah. Because because he can't see it out on the on the highway. Oh yeah, he was on a big highway. I gotta tell you, that's an impressive five-year-old. I don't yeah. mind saying it. Yeah, I feel uh, like he'll he pass his driving test when he gets. Here. Does he yeah. have a future in NASCAR? I mean, he, is it uh, he is a big one. Yeah. yeah, he is a big one, but he ain't still. But see, how to... does he see over the? Ah, uh, well, evidently, guys. I thought he was a drunk driver, not very well. Guys, I didn't realize that when they showed the kid, it's basically me at five. That's true. <laughs> it is. Right. That's me at five years old. Mm-hmm. Size wise, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so many, wearing huskies. So many it. questions here. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's got huskies on. <laughs> but but he he can see okay. Right. Look, look how big he is at five. He's big. He's big. Look at oh, him. Gosh, he's huge. He can't be five. I think he's going to be interviewed like when he's in the NFL and they're going. He said, "Now when I was five, remember yeah, I, drove I got busted yeah. driving a car. You're right, yeah. you might remember me from. Damn. And on the side, he's going to like run at dirt tracks. Oh, yeah. while he's in the NFL. <laughs> sure, yeah." The uh, but how does a five year old know about a Lamborghini? I don't know. Did Where you, did he think he was going? Did he? I mean, well, I know he said he was going. Movies with it in it, you know. I mean, probably that those those. What's the ones where they raced on yeah, streets all yeah, the time? The Fast and Furious. I yeah, think he's not good. Five. Good programming. He's for at least nine. <laughs> Do what, huh? He's at least nine years old. I think you're right. Well, you know, we, we exaggerate you, you, everything. You, you, I, 
ahead. You know, when I was a kid, I was a when I was a kid, I was all about cars. In fact, I had like a weird memory for cars and stuff. And so when I was five and six years old, I'd be like, "Yes, I would like a, a Nissan 300ZX." <laughs> now you were that kid, oh. but you couldn't touch the pedals. No way. Now is this no. when is this when you were no, is this no. when you were eating out of a dog bowl, or is this yeah. when you were walking upright? <laughs> this was later. This was later. Okay. Yeah, later. This wasn't that, that year you acted like you were a dog. Yeah. But, by the way, I <laughs> mom let him. Don't forget that. I listened to that the other day, and, and listening to your realization, and all of a sudden you were in a therapy class yeah. when you were like screaming to yourself, "Why was?" I doing that what was i doing and he also told the time that he thought it was the coolest thing and he did it a few years in a row that for halloween he'd wear a suit and a tie and a gorilla mask and he thought that was the greatest costume ever that is funny by the way <laughs> he said he thought that was just he, awesome he was you were a strange little odd little <laughs> child weren't you suit and tie and a gorilla mask <laughs> you thought man ain't nothing cooler than that did you <laughs> This is hilarious. It's, hilarious. <laughs> it's almost kind of become a thing. The neighborhood's expected it. <laughs> Hey, oh, um, I think for Halloween this year, uh, Ruby and I are going to be Rick and Bubba. I've got the beard for Rick, and then for Ruby, I'm just going to put a beach ball under her onesie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very popular now. <laughs> it's funny. I saw that. Um, all right. And this is this this is out of, straight out of the, the kickoff hours, uh, Would You Rather. Hmm. Free haunted house finally taken mm, in yeah. Louisiana. Boo. Yeah, after months of it being listed for free. You know, Louisiana is a strange place oh, to be haunted. I, yeah. I might take I, a haunted house if it was in Indiana. Well, I don't know about Louisiana. Well, here's the deal. I read the story. <laughs> I read the story. They Where wanted off the property. So the people, a lot of people didn't want it, not so much because it was haunted, because mm-hmm. it's going to cost a lot to move it. But just tear it down. Why do, I mean, if nobody tell you that, like, well, nobody will take it. Well, tear it down. It's haunted anyway. Don't get no mirror out of it and take it home. People, sure. people who lived in the house said they witnessed a Victorian era woman. Of course, no, they're always from that no, era. No, either no. that or the Civil War. Floating down the stairs, uh, the barn closest to the home is very sinister and full of evil energy. <laughs> they claim that the, the 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 lady that died in the house that she was bad about when you're in there cooking, she'd go look in the pots and all, and they say that they'll hear you. Know, they'd hear somebody in there rattling pots. Oh, mm. Greg. No, that's true. I, I know it sounds like I'm asking the story. Yeah. <laughs> they say, Greg, to move the, the house off the property, 50 to 80 grand. Uh, and they, they finally got torture. somebody. Nobody's going to live in it, right? I let the fire department practice on it. Yeah. So they'll, they'll burn the yeah. house down and let them yeah. practice. Greg, and remember, this is this, Greg, wow. they're saying this spirit is very active, unlike the not-so-active lazy spirit. Yeah, this one <laughs> actually gets up and does something daily. <laughs> right. Well, it's one of those guys you can count on. Them. Yeah. I mean, like, you're going to get some kind of interaction. It's psycho-faithful. It may be a rattling pan. <laughs> right. Or she may come on down them steps in Victorian dress. <laughs> Why do the ghosts always have the Victorian dress? I don't know. That or Civil War. That's when they live. I wish I had a ghost that didn't cut my yard. That'd be awesome. Right? Yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. You can never have one that does. Out there, you see the lawnmower back and forth. They never do anything positive. So it's always something to make your life harder, not 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 easier. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they could vacuum. Right. You'd Uh, you'd almost let it ride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a ghost who takes the garbage out every Sunday night. (laughs) Right. It's amazing. It's not like they need sleep. You know. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't they just do it when everybody's asleep? Speaking of our trash, <laughs> lay the chains down for one night right. and get that trash can. <laughs> no, no, pick them back. Lay the chains down. <laughs> but we, I don't, and I don't even understand this. Okay, it's not like our 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 house has a long driveway. It's not it's not that far. I, I give it to you. It's uphill. But when you get the cans and put them up, it you're coming downhill. Yeah, it's not a steep hill. It's not a Helmsy hill. No, okay, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So we have two 
trash cans because we we you know pay for an extra because we go through a lot of trash. Okay, yeah. especially when everybody lived there and we just never have changed it. <laughs> so, if, if, if so on a Monday when we put it out, if I get home before anybody needs a trash can, they're both up there and I just put them back down there by the garage. Yeah. But if I'm ever gone for a long time on Monday, not once, never in the history of my trash cans have I come home and both of them be back. Someone the put right. <laughs> it's like the one the kids or Sherry will just roll one back, never two. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, if you got the one back, just just run up there to stop the get that other one. Just go get the other one. I, I, so they you? needed something to throw away. Yeah, and so yeah, they just went. Yeah. One one's gonna do it. It goes, it goes back to the time that when we get we used to come home for vacation. And they would unload their dirty clothes out of their suitcase, and then they'd go sit their suitcase right outside the closet it's supposed to go into. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you just, you almost made it. Open the door, just, put it in there. If you just open the door, if you, if you could have rolled it, you're now, you're down here on the cement now. Just roll it in there. <laughs> so one trash can only comes down. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top, your voice of reason and stability in the middle of a world gone chaotic. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. 26 years trying to continue to provide common sense, which has now become a superpower. So uh, we're getting close to wrapping up another hour. We'll get to some of your uh, more of your phone calls coming in, questions you may have at 866-WE-BE-BIG. But we now, Bubba, because of everybody terrified of, of catching anything and washing our hands and jumping up and down and wearing masks, we're having to arrest people that are going on what police describe here as licking sprees. Rick, what in the world are people thinking? Well, now it's uh, if I want to hold everybody hostage, I'll... I hold him hostage by germ. Well, we had that that guy that was licking the toilet seats. Didn't he come down with coronavirus? He did. I mean, come on. Who would have ever thought that would have gone back? <laughs> He's lucky. That's all he got. Well, and like we said, if that if that turns out to be one of you kids, there's no that. That's when you just say I failed. I, I just I just did not. My my kid is a toilet licker. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's just it's a day it's a day of shame. But anyway, sometimes you just do all you do can do, Rick, and they're their own person. No, you're right. They, they make their own decisions to lick toilets, even though they were told not to do that their entire life, and the reasons why they shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A woman who allegedly licked her hands and touched food items at several services and several services at South Carolina grocery stores and a sandwich shop was arrested. Shanir Gibson Holiday, taken into custody Saturday. Uh, the the Sumter police there in Sumter, South Carolina, responded to reports of a suspicious person at an IGA store. I don't know IGA still existed. John, no, I didn't either. And, uh, police said surveillance footage from the store showed uh, Holiday licking her hands mm. and coughing before touching food items and freezer doors. Come on, man. Why? Why would you? I mean, why? <laughs> uh, so well, you know. Sometimes you, you know, you can't protect people that are just determined to be stupid. Well, she's she's up she's upset about something. They said when she exited exited the store, uh, and the workers were getting on to her, uh, she said to them, "I will be back," almost in like Arnold form. Oh, wow. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's been and issued a violation citation. 
and she's being held at a detention center on a $100,000 bond. She also has been accused and will never be allowed again back at Substation 2 Sandwich Shop. That ain't happening. <laughs> so she went after the sandwiches in there. My goodness. That's a uh, – I mean, we know she's got a screw loose. I'm, I'm just oh, saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, but the – Rick, she's got a box of screws loose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look, here we go. Here's <laughs> mine. So be like it's supposed to. Yeah. I've never had the Look desire to lick anything like that. Uh, ever. No. Ever. Look at that. What in the world? What in the good night? Mm, there she is in Subway, too. Strange. Substation, too, I should say. What, what, what we got going on here, y'all? Uh, <laughs> the the way that video's jumping around is giving me a headache. Is she in a pair of pajamas? It looks like it. I don't know. Either that Comfortable or, clothes, I'll tell you that. Either that is the most bizarre Pepsi commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> um, Governor Gavin Newsom, mm. Democrat from California, has said no thank you to the request to see public records. Uh, from uh, the Los Angeles Times, they are seeking details into a nearly b- 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 nearly $1 billion deal for protective masks from a Chinese car manufacturer. Uh, the office has been criticized, Bubba, over a lack of transparency here. Uh-oh. Uh, did you cut some deal with a Chinese car manufacturer for a billion dollars for some masks? We'd like to see the paperwork. And the governor's office has said, nah. We're, we're, we're no, don't don't think to don't think we will, and now they're saying that's raising suspicions. What does Governor Gavin Newsom have to hide? Uh, and now they're they're mm, reopening Friday, right? Yeah, I think this so. Friday? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and so they're they're trying to figure out the mass delivery. They're saying would kind of fly in the face of some of the things that he's saying that the state can and can't do. And they're saying, have you have you come up, Bubba? What we said earlier to the caller. Are you trying to say that you are getting to do something because you're the governor that you're not letting the rest of us do about where these masks are coming from and uh, you know billion dollars and what's going on here and and uh, and says how can we in the position we are in as California even have the capacity to write a check uh, for billions of dollars and uh, how can we even be able to do that? But um, so um, he's they said that Newsom has said in the past that. You know they've got the, one of the biggest economies, and they're much better off than everybody says. And so, um, so I mean, but he's he's buying masks for mm-hmm. the state, mm-hmm. which is what the governor should do. Mm-hmm. And but he he just bought a lot of them. Well, and we have committee members there on the budget committee. They said we'd like to see right. what the deal was. Could we have done better than a billion dollars on this? <laughs> and 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 they, and these are these are Democrats. Fellow Democrats yeah. are saying the, the the details of the deal are very murky. Mm-hmm. Is, the, is the word they're using, and the governor's office is not being very transparent when we say, well, if there's nothing here, just show us. We're not – maybe we'll see it and go, okay, number one, looks, looks good. Well, I'm sure California has a, a, a procure, procurement process yeah. where they, you know, put out bids and mm-hmm. do whatever, or maybe under emergency authority he can do this. I don't know. I mean, they clearly need to buy their, some masks. Uh, they just like to see it. I just don't, you know, I don't know what their oversight is on that. And, uh, you know, getting it from China, I don't know. Well, I think that's it. I think they see Chinese car manufacturer, $1 billion, and here comes some masks from we don't know where. They probably just would like to know how that's done. And, and uh, it's probably you, reasonable. Have you seen the figures that, that really why that, that the president and many people in Congress are upset with China over this virus is even before they – were telling us what was going on. 
they cut exports of ventilators, masks, and other critical things, and they bought three times as much as they usually bought mm-hmm. in the months prior to all this happening. So they knew they had a – see, it's not what they said. That's it's what they what did. They did yeah. And, uh, you know, we know that from the people who sold it to them. How about so that? that it's very strange the behavior, and they shut down travel in that in that district to their country, but not internationally. It's just yeah, strange. Now, all those things are good. Yeah. Fox News, remember they did their town Trump Town Hall. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they that Trump Town Hall drew more viewers than CNN and MS, MSNBC combined. Right. What else was on that night? There was something else because. That's true, and that makes it look good, mm-hmm. that story. There is a story out that says uh, Trump's town hall drew a third of what some other network had on, which I, I can't remember. That would be. I think, wasn't it Sunday night? Would that be um, Last Jordan? Dance? Last Dance. Was it that or 60 Minutes? I think it was 60 Minutes. Might have been. I don't, yeah. know. I didn't I don't know watch what it. time it was. I didn't watch the town I hall. I, I mean, it's not because I was against it. I just no. didn't really know it was on. and. And honestly, I was warming up for last day. Yeah, me too. And honestly, it's getting now where every day when the news cycle comes on, we're not getting enough new information. Yeah. So until we got something new to report, it just kind of sounds the same. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.